What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday Night Roski, where we go ahead and kick it to the freshmen and the sophomores. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. Yeah, we kick it to them raw. Shout out to the junior college in the building. And today... How to understand women, five hardcore truths that you must accept now. And if you don't accept them now, you will end up You're going to end up with that L and uh, we walk in the spirit of understanding women. Now, we're going to talk about that. I know some women are listening. They're listening. They're like, what is this ninja going to talk about? Five hardcore truths. These are all going to be lies. These are all going to be lies. He's going to lie to these young men. These young men need somebody to love. Where is the love that you promised me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to walk up. We're going to talk about that love thing. Who wants love? Anybody? Anybody want love? You guys want love, huh? You want a girl who's mine, all mine. You want a girl in your life. <laughs> You want a girl that's yours, all yours. You want a girl that's not a horse. <laughs> that's what you want, right? Oh, man. You guys want one girl that's all yours, huh? Don't you? Don't you? You want one, don't you? You want one, don't you? <laughs> Guess what? You ain't get one. You ain't gonna get one. And I don't mean to burst your bubble, but girls in the world ain't nothing but trouble. So next time a girl gives a play, just remember my line that walked the hell away. All right, shout out to Will Smith. He didn't even listen to his own lyrics. He walked in with Jada. And guys, you picked the wrong woman, going to ruin your life. And when I tell you you're not going to get one that's all yours, well, in various ways, I'll have to describe what that means. But anyway, we got a great subject. We're going to follow up on why I don't give politicians much credibility. We'll give you some evidence related to that. We're going to try to fit in that Reggie, Reggie Jackson story of why even professional men are trying to come forward and clean their slate, right? They're trying to come clean about their past. There's a reason why they're doing that. Um, we're going to show you one of the most uh, crystal, crystal methany rapists. I mean, racists. I say rapists. Racist. Okay, racist out here that some of you ninjas are Lujo and whole entire life trying to figure out. And then uh, we're going to hit you with the five undisputed truths of understanding women. All right. So look, without further ado, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. That is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel and Venmo Coach Greg Adams TV. Appreciate y'all for contributions and you can let your voice be heard. New, 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 new world order. On the Notorious CGA channel, and uh, go ahead and hit a super chat if you will. Uh, we got our Wesco says, Truth number one, Jermaine is responsible for all things. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always <laughs> Jermaine's fault. All right, shout out to you. Jermaine is responsible for all things. Uh, even if the woman, you know what I mean, does the does the unthinkable to her own children, it is all Jermaine's fault. That that voice comes from a woman who did the unthinkable to her children. And ran right to Facebook Live and blamed it on Jermaine, her baby daddy. I mean, listen, it's crazy. It's crazy sometimes. All right, Be Real Mahogany says, if another Smurf asks what is the solution, I'm going to lose it. 
The solution is the free agent lifestyle, the three tenets of the free agent lifestyle, the three tenets of the free agent lifestyle. Okay, it is. But you want a girl who's yours, all yours. You guys need love when you were alone in your room. Sometimes, sometimes you stare at the wall, then in the back of my mind, I hear my conscience call. All right, you them, I need love ninjas. All right, I hear you, man. I hear you, man. That's how you get. Well, well, after the end of the show, if you still are questioning what the solution is, oh, man. Yeah, they're both kids, man, they lost their life. They met the Undertaker. Both kids met the Undertaker, and she still had the blood on. That's why I don't show the clip. She still had the blood on her cheek. All right, and she running around here blaming Jermaine after she didn't <laughs> Gensu knives them. You know what I mean? The unthinkable. All right. Let's see here. Let me check the cash app. Okay, Miller. He says, grateful and just paying tithes. Thank you, brother. Miller. Miller's in here. Miller Light. Appreciate you, man. Oh, what else we got here? Oh, oh, Venmo don't. Oh, they want me to sign in. Okay. They want me to sign in. These apps, man, are going to, at some particular point, they're going to fall before the banks. These apps. Mm. All right. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need to find another way, man. He says Travis says the hardcore truth men need to accept is that hookup culture is over and hooker culture is the future. He says, why drop some game when you can drop some change up in here? A lot of guys are find that type of activity reprehensible. That's illegal. <laughs> All right. I'm not telling you to break the law, but um, it's gonna be hard for y'all to catch up now. It's going to be hard for y'all to catch up because hookup culture is over, man. It's been over, man. Let me see what hookup culture. What do they think about hookup culture? Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? Female empowerment is a powerful thing. And if you understand women, you one of the under thing, one of the things you have to understand about women is that their complaints, their complaints about men. Right. Their complaints about men. I'm giving y'all a free one here. Their complaints about men and what we did in the past with them wasn't a complaint about what it is that we were doing. It was the fact that they could not control what it is that they were doing. All right. So I'll give you an example. And I when this when this epiphany came to me, it came to me during the Super Bowl where Jennifer Lopez and that Shakira ju jumped on stage. And um, they were talking about this the first time women going to headline the Super Bowl halftime. I was like, who cares? Like, I've seen women perform. What are you talking about? Didn't Beyonce perform? I was quite confused. You know what I mean? People have some revisionist-ass history. I was like, I can have swore some women got on the stage before them. Maybe I'm wrong. All right. But they were like, this is the first time women can do this and the women can do that. I was like, this doesn't even sound right, but okay. And they were like, this performance is about women empowerment as these 50-year-old grannies got on the stage. And what did they do when they got on the stage? What did they do when they got on the stage? They was, yeah, Jen, Jenny Jackson. They literally stripped. They were, they were going up and down a pole <laughs> like they were strippers. And I was like, right? Now, from that particular point, if you think about the Janet Jack Jackson performance, that's essentially what she did. She did a strip tease, and they had a wardrobe malfunction. Titty came out. Areola came out. That old soggy areola she had. I was kind of, like, disappointed. Like, damn. But it is what it is. But what it was was they were like, this is empowerment. 
this is empowerment. This is women's empowerment. And I said, aha, (laughs) I get it now. I, for the first time, I understood what women's empowerment was. See, what I thought was, and what they tried to make me think, was that women's empowerment meant they would actually, you know what I mean, walk the line. You know what I mean? They would actually do what it, they would do what we would be doing equally. Uh, they wouldn't be stripping anymore. They would be treat. We could treat them seriously as women. Uh, we would stop objectifying them. They would not be getting naked on magazine cover models doing maxim goofy shit like holding a sucker dressed up in uh dressed up in sock knee high socks with stripes on them. You know, they wouldn't be doing the candy stripper, the candy grams like I, they were going to be equal to us. That's what I thought. They, that's what I thought women's empowerment was. No more objectification of women. Right. That's what we want, because they kept saying men are objectifying us. So I just assume women's empowerment meant no more objectification of women. I was like, OK, I guess I guess that's where they want to go. Unfortunately. Our dumbasses fell for the okie doke. We fell for the okie doke. See, it wasn't that they were being objectified. It was that they could not control the objectification. Now they get to control the objectification. And look, it's gotten worse. It's gotten even far worse than any man has forced a woman to do prior to when women had their empowerment. They took that shit to the far... (laughs) We like now we got areola on Instagram up and down. They showing clam beaver, all kind of shit. And they get to control it. Money right to their pocket. See, we got hoodwing bamboozle let us straight. We thought they didn't want to be objectified. Oh, no, 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 no. That wasn't it. They want to be objectified as long as they get paid. See, that's what you got to understand and read between the lines with women. Yeah, and then we say they're contradicting themselves. Well, you know what I mean? We just didn't understand them. We just didn't understand them. Now, when you walk in the spirit of understanding, something like that makes sense. You go, oh, I see what you, I see what you're complaining about. You want control. New, 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 new world order. Yeah. It wasn't about men objectifying them. It's the dirty old man that ran the magazines that they had to go through and do the casting couch and suck on salami and smuggle salami and do all these things that they had to do to get in the cover and, and walk around with Hugh Hefner and suck on a dude in the wheelchairs, hustler magazine, suck on his lazy limp old salami. They had to embarrass themselves. They had to be groped and touched for lunches. They, you know what I mean? That's what they had to do, but it had nothing to do with the objectification itself. They were mad they weren't banking on the objectification. And now, boom, they got the empowerment. Thus, they get to bank on the objectification. See, when you learn that, you know, yeah, the pimping, they don't need pimps no more. They don't need to go through Harvey Weinstein and these dirty old men, Pill Cosby. They don't have to go to the casting couch, sleep their way to the top. They can control their content. Yeah, man, that is women's empowerment. So when you see J-Lo at age 50, Stripping down on a stripper pole, and you're going, How was that empowerment? When you, when you, when the bell rings, you go, Aha, that's understanding women. That is true understanding of women. Now, when you get to that point, you can't complain because they're always 
employing the bait and switch on you. They're always going to bait and switch you. Let's say that's just how they work. It's how they've been. It's in their DNA. They can't tell you directly. They have to him and haw. They're like politicians. They got to go around and circumvent the system, get you to believe one way. And then you're like, okay, I agree to that. And then as soon as you agree to that, they're going to hit your ass with the okey doke. <laughs> Understanding is what you should be seeking. Once you understand women, you'll be undefeated with them. You'll be undefeated. Like they'll be super simple. They're super simple, man. These pe these creatures are super simple. And you have to take away the mythology that they're perfect creatures and that they have the moral high ground. You have to take that away with them. When you understand that, you have to remove that. They can no longer say that. Well, I'm a woman and, and why would I lie? They, they, they can't use that no more. You'd be like, listen, listen, you're a nice person, but we're not going to use that. You, you get to take that away. I mean, we, I'm going to take that away from you. I'm going to disarm you. Now what else? Okay, let's get down to brass tacks. All right, what we got our man K. I can't pronounce the first name, but I'm going to call K. Ali. He says, would you, uh, would you be open to make a stream about older women preying on younger men and dudes? I graduated high school last year, and right before I left, I smashed a teacher. Free agent lifestyle for life. Well, <laughs> Interesting. Well, I, assuming you were an adult, you graduated high school, you were an adult. It is what it is. You know, <laughs> listen, it's crazy. Uh, wow. Yes. Younger. Actually, I've, I've done some streams about that long time ago about older women are going to start praying. I, that was one of my things. I said older women are going to start praying on younger men like like a lot like they were already doing it. And it's already a history of them doing it all the way back to, you know, that old sexy kind of older woman she was in her 40s she looked old as hell to us but she was still kind of sexy in a soggy way but she was sexy she was like the woman in friday you know miss miss parker whatever it or the name you know you was kind of like she's just said i hit and you never thought you could ever hit and men you know there have been a lot of dudes in the neighborhood that hit that when they were young they went in there miss parker said come on in come on in y'all been playing football all day out in the parking lot why don't y'all come on in i got a little bit of water for y'all i got some water for y'all and she set y'all rusty asses all at the table, surrounded y'all smelling like outside and dogs. All right. And she came in there and one of the boys done disappeared. One of the boys done fell all the way into that deep, deep, dark abyss. And he came out looking, walking like a zombie. He thought he broke his nuts. You know, he was like, mm. something happened to me for the first time. I don't even know what to do. I don't know if to go to the doctor or what, but it felt good. Mm. <laughs> He was like, yeah, she gave, she dropped that warm embrace and that neck on her for the first time. He was like, <laughs> my warm embrace. I done shot up the club. And I make it last forever, <laughs> yes, baby. I catch a glimpse of yeah. heaven when you let me wrap you. He didn't know what happened to him, but he was like, whatever that was, that was orgasmic. Toes curled up. He walking up. She didn't slurp it down to scissor. He didn't. He didn't walk it outside. He like, hey, hey, homeboy. He was like, uh, have y'all ever oh, never mind. <laughs> have you ever had this happen to you down between yo? You looking at him? Cause all your homeboys claimed you weren't virgins. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm hitting everything. I didn't tag so many girls. First time he got a busted, he like, oh Lord. You start to tell everybody, y'all ever had your balls tingling like this? <laughs> 
Yep, she didn't snatch the soul out of that boy. But he can't tell nobody. See, the one thing we know, when men get tricked by women, men say nothing. We don't tell. When men get deceived and assaulted and beat up and money stolen and, and taken advantage of, sexually manipulated, great, assaulted, men keep their mouth shut at all times. Very rarely does it mean this is why you can't believe statistics on S.A. or grape. You can't believe statistics because a man don't say shit. A young boy says nothing. He ain't going to say nothing. One girl's going to be like, hey, something happened to me. Boys are like, hmm, hmm, should I tell? I'm going to either embarrass myself or give up on a, f a fun app opportunity. <laughs> Listen, like. Well, I did put my fingers. Should I tell? This seems kind of messed up, but I won't tell. Mm. <laughs> right? He's like, there's some, I guess I could report this, but ah, forget it. Mm. <laughs> Take that shit to the grave. Or you're going to embarrass yourself by telling you at the school crying. All right. Your teacher then gave you and sucked the soul out of you. You in the, you in the principal's office. Miss <laughs> Anderson emptied my balls and she tickled them and she swallowed me up whole. I can't believe it. I'm traumatized. I'm hurt. I'm bitter. I'll never trust another woman in my life. She slurped it down like scissor. And she asked me to come back tomorrow. Never, never, mm -hmm. never in the history of the world. <laughs> I feel used and abused. I feel discarded like toilet tissue. And I heard Jamal went after me. <laughs> never, 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 never. This is why you can't trust the stats. It's not that women don't do it. It's that dudes don't tell. It is what it is. <laughs> Yo, I'm just kicking it real, man. I'm just kicking it real. Same thing as your female boss. You have an, you have it, you have a job. Your female boss comes, calls you in. Uh, Mr. Greg, uh, would you come in after work today, right before you have to leave? Why don't you come on in and we will have a meeting and talk about. We'll, we'll have your five-star review. Forget the human resources lady. I'll have a personal review. You're like, okay, Miss Ling Ling. She's sitting down at the desk. She sit on the corner of the desk. She pulled that pencil out of her hair. She tosses her trestles all over. Her hair falls down right on top of her blouse. You looking like, oh, let's see. Uh, where do you see yourself with this company? She puts the pencil on your chest. You're like, oh, where do I see myself? Where do you see me? I see you right over here. <laughs> you jump up. <laughs> no, <laughs> tomorrow, 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 you will not be in the human resources office. <laughs> You in the human resources office. Miss <laughs> Ling Ling had me in there after work. It told me I had to do things to her to move up the corporation. I feel used and abused. I know there's plenty of victims like this 
She's a piranha. There has to be statistics. I'm sure people wrote her up before. I'm suing for $5 billion. <laughs> never. That has never happened. But people assume women never do, do stuff. Well, women never do stuff like this. They do it all the time. The fact that remains is men don't tell. Like Millie Mouth Muskrat was sucking down five dudes in a small Tennessee department. None of them ninjas told. Well, they told, but the, but even the supervisor was like, well, this is a great story. Look at her feet. Nobody went to the media, the authorities, nothing. And then till she got caught, then she played the victim. Millie Mouth Muskrat. <laughs> they used me as a sexual mascot. Game over. I'm suing everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy. You guys got to understand how life works. Shout out to Bob says, coach, you are reprehensible. Give me the buzzer. Sligo is the sauce. Download a different app for every event, bank, restaurant, and whatever is pushing me to the brink. He says, I'm here. He says, I hear you on that. Yeah, you got to be ready. You got to be ready. Gone with John. Go subscribe to his channel. He says CGA for life. Yeah. I'm putting cases on all you ninjas. Yep, never. No dude ever tells. Shout out to Gone with John. The dictator says difficult to do when you are single mother raised. It is too. Yeah, it is too. Because by the way, if you walked home, if you even if you had a daddy, you was like, Miss Parker gave me Gatorade strawberries grapes graham crackers and then she sucked my seed your daddy would be like quiet like this like this your daddy would be like your mama was like really miss parker did your daddy's like you know why why is your dad telling you why is your dad telling you to shut up <laughs> why is your dad telling you to shut up dad is not jealous Dad is not jealous. <laughs> Somebody said, what's the problem here? <laughs> he don't want none. Dad already hit it. Yep. Dad already smashing her. Dad already been down there with her. And so now if you tell on her and then your mama go knocking on the door, I know you ain't did nothing to my 16-year-old boy. Miss Parker going to be like, what? Oh, you don't know. Your husband down there here been down here too. Guess who else been down here? She was like, oh, you want to do something? You want to report me? Well, guess who else been down here? Your mama about to find out a whole bunch of shit. Whoa, your mama's world going to be destroyed. So dad's like, son, let me talk to the, let me talk to the boy. <laughs> yeah, man, let's get to it. It's a wonderful world we live in. And who thinks I'm lying? Who thinks I'm lying? Dad's like, you cutting off the spigot, son. She the whole neighborhood doorknob. Man, please. Everybody gets a turn. Man, please. She just doing what she doing. <laughs> All the husbands going to come out. Hey, man, your son squilled on the neighborhood. She been healing us for a long time. 30 years she been healing us. Or, well, let me dig it back. 22 years. For 22 years, she's been healing the whole neighborhood, and your son go bust it up, mess it up for all of us. Tell that boy to shut up. Mm. 
that boy can have the next 20 years and just be able to have her all at <laughs> all right let me get to it follow up on why i don't give politicians too much credibility uh let's see here let me give you the clip uh let's share it they're gonna have your ass in a meeting all right with all the men in here let's go ahead and play this clip here here we go and guess which is it is it nba or nfl 36 have been accused of spousal abuse. Seven have been arrested for fraud. 19 have been accused of writing bad checks. 117 have directly or indirectly uh, been bankrupted at least two businesses. Three have done time for assault. 71, I repeat, 71 cannot get a credit card due to their bad credit. 14 have been arrested on drug-related charges. Eight have been arrested for shoplifting. 21 currently are defendants in lawsuits, and 84 have been arrested for drunk driving in the last year. How many of you think NBA? How many of you think NFL? Well, the answer is neither. It's the 435 members of the United States Congress. And he's... Yeah, there you go, guys. There you go. So I don't give a shit what they say. You know what I mean? They can do whatever they want at the end of the day. They ain't the perfect model citizens out here, and they definitely ain't got enough in this situation to control me. Yeah, yeah, that's wild, huh? I'm going to play it again. Now that you know the answer, now that you know the answer, we'll play it again, and I want you to listen to the context now, NBA or NFL, and let's play it. Oh, wait a minute. Let's go ahead and share it and play it again. Here we go. Said, Dad, guess which is it? Is it NBA or NFL? 36 have been accused of spousal abuse. Seven have been arrested for fraud. 19 have been accused of writing bad checks. 117 have directly or indirectly uh, been bankrupted at least two businesses. Three have done time for assault. 71, I repeat, 71 cannot get a credit card due to their bad credit. 14 have been arrested on drug-related charges. Eight have been arrested for shoplifting. 21 currently are defendants in lawsuits, and 84 have been arrested for drunk driving in the last year. You, you, you. How many of you think NBA? How many of you think NFL? Well, the answer is neither. It's the 435 members of the United States Congress. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> yeah they're the people who make the laws you know what i mean how a bill becomes a law for you guys studying reparations this might be something you want to find out for yourself all right they got your reparations check hey because the to get reparations you got to go through that group of people you have to have them bring up the bill read it present it have go into some sort of meeting all right Pre present it in front of the divided house voted in majority 60 what is it uh i think it's 60 percent, something like that then go into the senate right 51 uh i'm sorry a hundred and something gangsters in there new 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 world order then they have to agree to it majority then it has to go to the president gangster number one. new 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 world order good luck with that shit good luck man i'm telling you you barking up the wrong tree you know what i would prefer you do Actually, go get your own land. Here's another secret. <laughs> Here's another secret. I look at it and I say, um, 
you know, because I would say, why don't you move to all everybody move to Georgia and just pile in there? You could fit. Run all the trailer park guys out. But um, the one thing that has always allowed someone to have a little bit of freedom is security. And one big thing, one big thing. And I think you need to find out what that big thing is. Once you have that thing and can monopolize it, capitalize on it, you will be unstoppable force. That unstoppable force is what every culture or country or nationality has. For instance, the Indians have what? Indians have spices. Forever, they've been able to capitalize on their access to spices and protect themselves because they have the spices, all right? Other people have had gold, diamonds. Others have had oil, access to resources, and so forth and so on, which in means is in order to survive, you need something to trade. If you had something to trade, you can have protection and or you can have some sort of means of to control something. You have to have trade. So once you have that, then you can have power in the world. You don't have that. You don't have much real power. And the thing is, you do have something. The, some of the best entertainers, basketball players, athletes, innovators in music, entertainment, um, uh, culture, rims, sneakers, almost everything in popular culture comes from the African-American or the black community. But unfortunately, they give it away. They don't go to the patent office. They don't trademark it. Um, dance. You know, th they don't trademark any of these things. And somebody comes in and they put their own stamp on it, trademark it, patent it, control it. Thus, you give it away. NBA players, NFL players, all of these people, people coming out of high school, they have great power. Thus, if you said, we're controlling this, boxers, uh, boxers, right? People who box and fight. If you control that and said, nobody's getting access to this, the only way you access this is through, that's where your power is. And then you can say, You're, we're playing in our own leagues. We got our own college sports. We got our own shoes. No, you can't have these shoes. These are shoes. If you want our shoe, yeah. And you have the land and resources to back it up. Now you got power. Till then, sit on it. All right. <laughs> You're giving away all of your great ideas. You know, Jim Beam, uh, not Jim Beam, uh, um, Jack Daniels. Kentucky Fried Chicken, 13 Herbs and Spices, Culture. You're giving it all away. So you have nothing to leverage until you have something to leverage. Remember, life is about leveraging options. Until you get leveraging options, you ain't got shit to trade or barter. And then thus, you don't need anybody to respect you. Now, what? Yeah, that's what it is. Somebody says, what great ideas? <laughs> I mean, listen, there's some people that don't understand it. The reason why they don't understand it is because everybody, everything's been sold to you as they came up with it. No, most of the popular culture has been coming up black folks, even to the point where they had to mimic being black to entertain people. Man, I tell you, it's, it's crazy, but you guys don't understand your power. It is what it is. Trade is everything. Once you have something to trade and barter, you have power.
Nothing to trade in Bauer. Nothing. All right. Anyway, next one is Reggie Jackson. <laughs> Reggie Jackson, what are you doing here? Reggie Jackson, oh, the humanity. He's out here talking about infidelity during his playing days. Infidelity during his playing days. Quote, I just cheated, he said. Jackson did say he will probably end up marrying the woman he is currently with. Give Reggie Jackson the L. Now, you might be saying, why is he doing this? Number one, you got to get a clean slate. Got to get a clean slate out here. He wants to be immortal. You know, he's at the age where he's looking at his immortality coming to an end. And he's also knows that holes out here, me too, and dudes left and right. When you got one foot in the grave, holes is me too and you. Potentially, there could be somebody blackmailing him saying, I'm going to tell everything before you die. You're going to be like Joe Paterno. Mm. They're going to take your Hall of Fame statue out. They're going to take your championship rings. You're going to have a black eye in the game. You're going to have an asterisk by your name. And thus, he has to come out and say, I was a bad, bad dude. Shaquille O'Neal has come out and said similar because Shaquille O'Neal now is in the mainstream. He has a big contract. He doesn't want that fumbled by hoes coming out here trying to pay their rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right. And so, yeah, yeah, he doesn't want this. He doesn't want to stain on his name. And he's somewhere in his late 60s. So he doesn't want these women, primarily probably white women, coming out, ruining his name, trying to get their rent checks cashed all right that's not what he wants so we're going into another time we listen remember when i was talking about this the sins of your fathers right your father's past you know your your grandfather who did things you know against uh uh, uh your grandmother who your grandmother kept it a secret those days are over you know what i mean men can be ruined old wives can come out from 40 years ago and say what well, papa papa did Right. And it probably wouldn't look pretty on a lot of men. So they got to come out and come out ahead of this shit. Now, it's actually very smart. He's in his 70s. It's actually smart. You're going to get ahead of it and then say, look, I told y'all I was out here doing this. Now, let's play the clip. Let's play the clip. We're going into a new time. I know a lot of guys, uh, they want to be the Mac daddy and they want to be the pimping and they want to be the what the other thing that they do is um, you want to hold masculine Frank. Look at Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate's. Andrew Tate's prime example. Unfortunately, he was laughing and sniggling and smoking cigars and laughing, calling himself the big pimping and, and saying he's the lover boy and doing all this and doing all that. And um, it took two hoes to come out from the past to bury all that shit. All right. So here we go right here. Let's watch. Let's watch it on Twitter. Oh, uh, here we go. So be careful. We living in a new day, moving into the future. The future is female. And uh, he knows he's going to need to be able to capitalize on this. Here we go. Hey, what's going on here? What is this? <laughs> All right. I'm looking at my replay. Where's the video? What the hell's going on here? This is terrible. 
I can see the video. You can't see the video. All right, so what we're going to do is, my bad. This is terrible. This is what we're going to do. This is reprehensible. What kind of production crew is this? All right, I meant to add on here. There it is. I want to see if you can hear this sound here. Alone now? Are you in a relationship with someone? Where, where, where are you at personally? Do you uh, have? I'm, a I'm in a relationship with a lady that I've known for 30-some years. Um, and she's a tremendous friend. I love the life, uh, spending life or spending time with her. You no pressure to get married? You uh, anti-marriage? No, I'm not anti-marriage. No. Just not for you. Um, I, I, I probably will get married. <sighs> How old is this ninja? How old is he? First of all, he up there. I've been with her for... Hold on for a second. Let's get the music, my man. I've been with a woman for 30 years. She be good. I'm going to get married. I think I'm a married abroad after ever. All of that stuff she put up with. I'm a married abroad at the end. One foot in the grave. All right. What the hell? What kind of shuffling bullshit is this? Reggie. Reggie trying to play the good old boy. And if you didn't know, if you guys are too young, Reggie Jackson played for the Yankees. Um, back in the day, the Oakland A's. When I was a kid, he played for the California Angels. Um, when I when I was in Southern California, he came to the California Angels. Uh, Re Reggie Jackson's personality was similar to like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Media didn't like him. He was sort of an asshole, kind of abrasive. Um, he was he was like, you know, he was like f everybody. Like he had an edge to him. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar would be a good uh, comparison because they were in the same time frame. He was not likable personally. He was not likable, but he was one of the greatest baseball players out there. I believe he played center field, left field, right field. He was an outfielder when I was a kid. All right. Um, was he in the Naked Gun movies? Yeah, Mr. October was his nickname because he would have great Octobers. Mr. October was his nickname. So I know a lot of people don't know him, but that's Reggie Jackson. He played baseball. So anyway, now he's shuffling out here. <laughs> Let's continue. Is it hard for you? There's an exclusive. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. And you haven't popped the question though yet. No. Was it hard for you to open your heart to someone? Um, it wasn't hard for me to open my heart, but it was hard for me to be loyal as a man. I I, I cheated a lot. Because uh, do you think because maybe it's a form of like I never got mine no, in life. I, I won't. I, I, I won't blame it on any excuse. I was just. I just cheated. I, I I saw a pretty girl and I tried to sleep with her. Well, there's some game right there. All right, three home runs in one World Series game. Yeah, I mean, for the Yankees, my man, Reggie Jackson used to be the guy. All right, so now he's like, look, I ran game. He didn't even run game. Um, he did, Guys, when you're Reggie Jackson back in the 80s in New York and he's in Los Angeles in New York, um, Oakland, he didn't have to run no game. He had to run no game. He was like, I saw a girl. I plucked her. Yes. He probably got body count approaching 2,000 easily. And I'm um, sure the girls weren't complaining. <laughs> he had a candy bar. I don't remember the Reggie candy bar, but I'm sure he did. And in New York, that'd be great marketing. Um, he also had a famous misunderstanding with his baseball manager. 
uh, who name slips my mind. Skinny dude. Uh, what was that? I can't remember his manager's name for some reason. But anyway. And when you're an athlete on your level, especially when they're naming candy bars after you and everything, you can pretty much. Nah, I'm not saying you can have every woman on the yeah. planet, uh, but uh, there's a lot of women who are, I, I uh, won't blame it on that either. I, All right, so my man's mum's the word. He's like, I ain't making no excuses. I ain't saying nothing. I would, I, my mental health, I'm not saying, Reggie's coming clean. Billy Martin, thank you, Billy Martin. All right, you guys know with names. So Billy Martin and Reggie Jackson were always at each other's neck when he played for the Yankees. Um, But, but, but Reggie's coming clean. He's like, I don't want nothing to do with nothing. I was a bad dude. I had peace leave. I had all the peace leave in the world. I cheated on my wife. I cheated on my life. I cheated on my kids. Whatever it is, he coming clean. Guys, a lot of people will start doing this. Watch it because the future is female, right? This whole masculine where I could just sleep with a lot of women and women eyes, that's going away. It's going away. Donald Trump, Donald Trump trying to get arrested right now. They trying to arrest him right now for what? War crimes? Nope. Not turning over emails? Nope. Uh, saying that there was weapons of mass destruction? Nope. <laughs> Sending people to war? Nope. Stealing money uh, and getting 10% for the big guy? Nope. No, he's getting arrested for Stormy Daniels. <laughs> think, guys. I want you to think. I want you to think. They're trying to arrest him for Stormy Daniels. Not weapons of mass destruction. Not giving the trans people rights. Not um. Not saying uh. Not not taking ten percent for the big guy. Not your son's a crack addict. Not dude. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. He paid her. He washed his hands. He he skedaddled. And so look at what we're doing. Look at what we're doing. A lot of guys are going to go, oh, man, I see Andrew Tate went down, Donald Trump. You, you go down the name. Masculinity, Kevin. Okay, all right. I want to get my hands. My hands are clean. And look at him. He got his arms crossed. He like, my arms are clean. My hands are clean. I didn't do it. I got peace leave, and I was a bad dude. <laughs> I just, I just won't blame it on that. I had access, and and I took advantage of it, and I, I I missed a couple of wonderful ladies in my life, and it was my fault. Looking back on your life now, yes, when you're older, more mature, you go, what the hell was I thinking? Like, man, there was some great women there. I just really didn't, cared. I did, I didn't get it. Um, I have a wonderful daughter. Um, you know, and I wasn't married, you know, when, when I had her, but what an unbelievable experience. And she's given me two grandchildren, two boys, and wanted to put one of the kids, the poor son of a gun. He looks just like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that ain't bad. Okay. So as you can see, man, you know what I mean? Uh, this, this basically amounts to nothing but shuffle. <laughs> Shuffling too. Look out, man. What you gonna do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hey, and I listen. And in his position, he's got to do what he's got to do. Um, he probably doesn't have any male heirs other than the fact that he had the daughter outside of his marriage. <laughs> he copped a plea to that. Well, I wasn't married, I had her though, you know what I mean? And I have grandkids, so he's trying to be a good granddad. So he copping a plea. He doesn't want stories to come out after the fact while he about to die and have his because he's going to be immortal. You know, a lot of young guys don't know who he is. He's going to be immortal. They're going to talk about Reggie Jackson. Um, 
till forever, as long as baseball is around. His name's going to be brought up. And he wants to make sure his name is brought up, not like Wilt Chamberlain's name. If you think about Wilt Chamberlain, who was at one point the greatest basketball player considered, arguably the greatest basketball player ever, Wilt Chamberlain is not known for that. You could thank Michael Jordan for that. But what is Wilt Chamberlain known for? His claim that he was with 20,000 women. Instead of, and, and, and to be fair, Wilt Chamberlain is probably the best athlete to ever exist. You think LeBron James was something, and he is. I'm not taking away anything from LeBron. Wilt Chamberlain probably is the greatest athlete to ever exist, right? I mean, he was a phenomenal, he wasn't just good at basketball. He was good at volleyball. He was like an Olympic, like he could have probably done Olympic running. He could have done anything, and he was a giant. So that's how crazy Wilt, uh, athletic Wilt was. But, but the problem is he's known for sleeping with 20,000 women. That's his claim to fame, and I'm sure he doesn't want to be known for that. And uh, that's what it is. Reggie Jackson, same thing. He's like, yo, I don't want to be known for that. So I better get out ahead of it. Uh, let's see here. Let me do one more. <laughs> this is the woman. This is why you brothers always ignore these kind of racists. Let's take you to uh, foul mouth patty mouth here. All right. Uh, let's see here. Foul mouth patty. Foul mouth methany. Let's play it. Don't matter. Say it one more time. Black, black matter. Niggers don't matter. It don't? No. Who matter? Yeah, y'all skulls are thicker. Okay. Your baby's different. Okay. Y'all are not us. Okay. Who matters? White power matter, you say? Look at this bitch. Hey, yo. And you tried to fuck me. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Ew. Get your Racist, yo. Now, the funny thing is, look at it, man. My, look, this is why you don't, this is why you don't care. <laughs> yeah. Somebody says Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders. Yeah, Bo Jackson. Yeah, Deion Sanders, greatest. I mean, those two. I don't think they're the great. I think, man, Wilt would smoke them in a lot of things. But Bo Jackson, I'm a fan of Bo Jackson and Deion. All right, but um, but um, here we go right here. Check this out. Racist. Racist. Made out of Walmart. Oh, she did call him out for trying to hit on her. And she said, and you tried to F me. All right. And you tried to F me. Look at this. Oh, my goodness. What? Oh, the humanity. You know that brother pulled up and tried to run game. You know he tried to pull up and run game. All right. Uh, because he saw that white flesh. So that ninja did get called out. That's the only reason he's talking to her. He tried to run game on her. And so she had to tell you. He said, and you tried to F me. Looking like a whole case of chicken cutlet. All right. But here it is right here. No. Who matter? Okay. Okay. Who matters? White power matter, you say? Look at that. Oh my god. Oh the humanity. Man, what is that brother doing? Yeah, that brother's starving. Look at that. Oh man, boy, keep the jeans on. Even with all the holes, I didn't need to see all that. All right. Look at this bitch. Hey, yo. And you tried to fuck me. No, there it is right there. She was like, and you tried to F me. Uh-oh, man. Lord have mercy, brother. Oh, the humanity. She got you. Yeah, that's brother starving. <laughs> oh, no. Racist, yo. Racist. 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 
Yeah, don't get too upset about racist. it. Racist. Man, look. Racist. I'm racist. 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 Man, she dumb and high. I mean, her eyes can't even open up. This woman is high off crystal meth. This <laughs> He's a brother, so I believe her. Yes. Oh, dude, she is not lying. He tried to hit that. He tried to hit that. But she can't even barely open her eyes. Look at her. She higher than a kite. Look at that. And she dumb on top of that. Like, she illiterate dumb. She said, y'all, y'all ninjas don't do nothing but buy fancy cars. And <laughs> oh, my goodness, look at this. I think these oh, humanity. I think these type of races are funny to me. You know what I mean? They they can't anger you. Just so you know, if you're a young man and uh, these type of races, you find them in the hills. Um, they come out of the caves and hills of Europe and they land in Alabama, Mississippi, uh, Georgia. And all of that, all up in Kentucky and Tennessee, never feel like they got more power than you. These type of people don't have anything. They have no power unless you give it to them. Even when you sleep, she probably would have let you hit it. <laughs> and she called them all kind of ninjas, but never, never be afraid of these people. The only power they have is if you engage with them and then you assault them or verbally you spit on them. Now they have power. Now, but other than that, you laugh at them and you keep it moving. And we're almost to the main event. Let's get to the let's get to the super chats. All right, where are we at? Uh, the dictator, shout out to you, you uh, Everett Walker, coach. You inspire me to write a book. I think young men need these days. He says I'll make sure to shout you out in it. Thanks for all that you do, free agent lifestyle for life. Shout out to you. Yeah, man. Shout out to you. Congratulations. Get that book out. And what I would tell you is if you, you know, if you've been watching my money mindsets, uh, all authors of books should be doing YouTube. If you're not doing YouTube, I don't know why you, what? I mean, that's great marketing for your book, but dudes be right. Women, they write books and they sit there and they be like, I have a book and it's on Amazon sitting there collecting dust, mm. <laughs> right? You ain't nobody selling it. Nobody buying it. Every dude writing a book now, is um it's kind of like music it's a nice thing to do sometimes you'll be able to sell the book many times it's just a ticket an entree into something else but they're so they're not they're they're easier to do than they've ever been you don't need a publisher we talked about this earlier you don't need to go to the publisher you can write the book yourself self-publish it all you have to do is learn how to do it and be patient and and uh be able to do it you can put it out there, but it doesn't hold the same credibility as it used to because everybody can do it. It's kind of like music. Same thing. Everybody can make music. You, If you had $2,000, you can get your 808 and your drum machine and your little mixer and your software, and you can get it in the bathroom. I can have a studio right here in my bathroom. I got the sink and I got the shower. I got the microphone. Same thing with podcasts. Podcasts, same thing. You just pop a podcast up just like that tomorrow. So. But what it does is it gets you into the echelon of people who said they was going to write a book and they never did. <laughs> they never did. Somebody says, be careful. You just might be losing followers. I don't give a shit about followers. <laughs> Listen, those days are over. Those days are over. I'm so demonetized. Followers mean shit to me. 
So if your ass want to go and, de- and, and, and unfollow, I won't even notice. I don't, I wouldn't even notice. And I wouldn't even care. I wouldn't even give a shit. So don't, don't ever try to be like, I'm going to lose followers. I don't wake up every day looking at followers. I've been doing this long time. Followers don't mean shit. I'm, I'm so buried in the YouTube algorithm. I don't, I don't, I can't even catch followers if I tried. I'm the eight time demonetized champion. I'm not keeping up with numbers no more. I just do what the hell I want to do. This is why, this is why my show has been getting rawer. Have you noticed that my show has been more hard hitting and I've been more direct? Because I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't give a shit. If you want to stop watching me, I could care less. <laughs> All right. I won't miss you. Trust me, I won't miss you. Now, if my numbers went down from 85 on this channel to 30, I might be like, what happened? <laughs> right. That would be like, damn, that's interesting. But it, it went down from 85,000 and, and 147. Tomorrow it goes to 85,130 from today's show. I don't give a man. I could care less. <laughs> Who gives a shit? I'm out here just to do my shit. I can't hit the live button and I kick it. I can't get subscribers anymore. Like uh, normal people are getting subscribers. <laughs> this is crazy. Who gives a rat's ass about followers, man? <laughs> Where are we at? All right, listen. But I appreciate the followers, but don't be like, I'm going to unsubscribe if you talk about this. Man, take your monkey ass on. Who cares? Who cares? Un- <laughs> Bye. You don't like what I talk about? I don't care. <laughs> All right. But look, I'm saying I care about the ones that are here. But if you're like, if you talk about this, you're going to lose 20 followers. Mm. I won't even notice. <laughs> I'm not trying to get look. My channel. Look, what, what is this channel? This channel. We're on the free agent lifestyle channel. This channel has 85,000 uh, followers. It had 50,000 when I started. And it was already demonetized. It's crawling. This show is crawling. I put out better, the nice, good content. I entertain two live streams. Crawling. Crawling. Other people jump on here. They look at the videos I show. They make the videos. They're fully monetized. They passing me up. <laughs> right? I'm like, who cares about the numbers? Now we're not gonna be at a hundred thousand soon. It's gonna we, it'll be God, listen, listen to me. We're not gonna be at a hundred thousand soon. This channel will not hit a hundred thousand uh subs until probably I'll give it eight months. I would say probably uh by eight months. It's gonna take eight months for this channel to get to 100 k This is what happens when you're demonetized. <laughs> this, you don't just get followers. You don't just get people tuning in. I mean, you're not in the algorithm. So it'll be eight months before I get to eight, 100K. So it is what it is. I, that's kind of what happens when you, the eight-time demonetized champion. Hey, it is what it is. Uh, What are we doing here? We got uh, El Chino. He says, some BS fellas. He says, be the right type of woke. Be the right type of woke. Yeah. We got Edward. Edward Scissorhands is in the building. What is going on here? Shout out to Edward. I'm rich, bitch. 
Um, he says, and by the way, the reason why I know that I'll, it'll take eight months is because I've already tracked it. I've already tracked it. I looked it up. And they could track based on how your channel performs, how many subscribers you get, how what your reach is. They already said it. They said 10 months from now. 10 months. A whole year. And I'm docking on 87, 85. All right. So I've already tracked it. They were like, it's going to take almost a year for me to get to 100. So it is what it is, guys. When you're demonetized, you're, that's what it is. But this is the best edutainment on YouTube. All right. This is the best edutainment. This is the best of the best. You in here with the best. Shout out to Edward M. He says, Coach, I've been listening to your content for all about a year. And as a result, went from losing to winning. Shout out to you and the coach gang. Appreciate you, man. Look, my man's winning. He can afford a $50 super chat. And I appreciate that, man. You can listen to my content. If you really listen and, you know, get out of your feelings, you can win out here. And I want you to win. I do want you to win. All right. I want everybody to win. And. Dante N says, shout out from the UK. He says, met this Greek chick that literally came, uh, that's literally coming from my soul less than three days after. It's scary for real, coach. Still grinding nonetheless. She's coming for your soul. She's coming for your soul. Hey, man, in today's world, the, the new trend in about 15 years or even shorter is going to be, you know, women still want love. Women still want it at the end of the day. If they find that they can get it from you, they're going to take your whole damn life. All right. Christopher says, thank you for your content, Mr. Flores. Thank you, man. We got Jason Webb. Salute, coach. We in here. No government name, BH. Thank you, sir. Double A M. Mr. Allen says, I can't stop laughing. My side is busted. All right. What was you laughing at? Miss Parker, uh, Eddie G. He says, you don't find crazy and racist women like that. In the countryside, I live deep, deep in the country, and everyone is mostly sweet and welcoming. Although I might, I'm, I'm surprised to say, I still find, <laughs> I still find wild dyke once in a while, or wild dykes. Yes, crazy. Shout out to Eddie B says for the live stream and show forth and so on. Let me check PayPal for the loving. Let me check PayPal. Never yet. Uh, let's see here. What do we got? We do have PayPal's. Oh, Mr. Alley, double Alley. He says, nah, coach gang. He says, I haven't told nobody the exact t details. I will take that ish to the grave. My man banging teachers on. Did you bang her on the desk? <laughs> All right. So again, this tells you if guys get sexually manipulated, you get your wallet stolen. You get finessed by a woman. Men don't tell. Women run crimes against you, against humanity. They do things to you. Men never tell. That's why I never trust statistics when it comes to assault, physical assault, grape, all of this stuff. Because men are victims of this as well. And if we even added financial grape, women would lead the statistics. It'll be like 80 to 80 to 20. <laughs> If we took assault, S.A. assault, and added the financial component to it and talk about how many times a woman stole a man's watch, stole something from his house, left, took his wallet, wrote his credit card number on the back of her. 
men be, be out here getting finessed all day long. So when women play the victim, we're this and we're that, please. It's garbage. It's nonsense. Can't even equate it. <laughs> Can't even equate it. Then you want to talk about men getting assaulted in behind bars, juvenile camps, football teams, fraternities, please. Yeah, times that women damaged property, keyed cars, put screwdrivers through tires, stole bicycles, didn't return shit. Please. These statistics are garbage. It's only because women tattletale. That's the only reason why the numbers are high. How many fat women made you bust all up in their guts and had their babies? How many times has a man said, no, no, nah, no, nah, I don't think, no, no, no. And the woman pressed and pressed and pressed and pressed. All of a sudden, you pushing and shoving on her gut. And you're like, well, all right. So if no means no, men have said no to a lot of women, and the woman continued to press, and he finally relented. But you do that to one woman. I said no 50 times, and I finally said yes, but I said no. Please, please. Mm. Yeah, marriage and divorce. I mean, man, dude, the, the, the game the game is all rigged. This is why I am the eight-time demonetized champion, because I tell you these truths. The statistics are rigged. The media is rigged. Men do not tell. The minute a man tells, he's going to be like, what's wrong with you pansy-ass telling? The minute a man talks about his divorce, oh, who heard you? Leave it to yourself. Matter of fact, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this now, because it needs to be said. At some particular point, I will do a story on this. But Andrew Wiggins, there is a rumor that Andrew Wiggins, the NBA player who has missed considerable time with the team, there's a rumor that has not been confirmed. I don't know why they're dragging their feet. Let's get ahead of this story. Anybody of anybody can come out right now and say this is hogwash. They have not. Andrew Wiggins, former first round, first pick of the NBA draft. It is a rumor that his girlfriend, allegedly, that he's been with, for a long time, and it's alleged to have two children by Andrew Wiggins, it is alleged and rumored that the children aren't his. They're actually a friend of his. Now, I don't know if it's true. This is why I cannot talk about it, because I would have had a thumbnail out on this shit at this point. But the reason why I brought it up now, the reason why I brought it up, the reason why I brought it up, because I'll do a full story when it comes up, if it comes up to be true. The reason why I brought it up is because the public is listening to this story and they're like, it ain't none of our business. I'm watching the comment sections. They're like, it's none of our business. This is a private matter. We don't need to be discussing this. I can't believe you're bringing up rumors. What type of female energy is this? That's their problem. Don't talk about it. Now, I submit to you this is proof of what I've just said. Why is this not public information? Why are they hiding it? Why is it bad for us to discuss it? Why can't we say this? You know why? Because let it be known that Andrew Wiggins was out here producing children and running around here skeeting in women, having kids out of wedlock. Let it be Andrew Wiggins that had a kid out of wedlock against his girlfriend that had two kids. I can't believe this. You did this to the mother of your children. They would be talking about this shit to the cow come home. But it's her did it, and she looks bad, and everybody's like, keep this shit on the low. Mm. This is what I'm talking about. 
This is the difference. Now that he's been victimized, nobody wants to talk about it. You realize it's quiet. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody's bringing it up. Nobody wants to discuss it. People want to keep it in private. They're talking about it. This man, if this is true, he's absolutely destroyed. He can't even play basketball right now. And there are men that are saying he shouldn't even miss time for this. Why is he missing time for something like this? It doesn't make sense. So the woman cheating on, he should be back on the basketball court. That's the difference between men being victims and women. They're like, man, just go do your job. Get back out there. Big deal. He seems like a sensitive guy. So if the story is true, it seems like he would want to take some time off. This is destroying. Th that type of thing could destroy a man forever for good. Thinking that you're raising children and they're not yours. This could be something that tear this type of trauma. We're supposed to care about mental health. But when men are victimized, we don't care about him. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is why men don't tell. This is why men don't talk. We open our mouths and everybody's like, just be quiet about it. You get divorced, great. Just don't say nothing. You get finessed by a woman, ah, be quiet. A high school teacher sucks the soul from you, ah, you were lucky. Then when the statistics come out, they say how un un unfair it is. We're victims out here. No, 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 no. <laughs> you see what I mean? This is the difference. So this is why I don't believe the stats. I don't believe the sob stories and the victimization because there's just as many boys getting victimized by adults and adult women than girls and so forth and so on. All right. This is why I do what I do. There's dudes getting robbed blind. There's dudes that go to Columbia and get um, they get their drink spiked. They get robbed. And everybody say, well, Ninja, you shouldn't have went down there. What? Okay, let's flip it. That one black woman went down there, lost her life to get booty implants and a tummy tuck, and the whole world stopped. Mm. It was headline news when the cartel got him. Think about this shit. Yeah, she went down to Mexico, not Colombia. Cardi B versus Bill Cosby, same time frame. Bill Cosby says, no, I gave her Quaaludes because she partying. Cardi B says, I drugged and robbed him. <laughs> Same time frame, they gave Cardi B a pass. Bill Cosby's on trial. So when it comes down to it, it is what it is. All right, where are we at here? Dennis says, ever since you've been back from Italy, you have been on fire, guys. They can, uh, he says, guys, they can go from perfect to the perfect predators just like that, just like that. And if a woman steals money from you, uh, just go back and make money. Be like, this girl got me for $3,000. He got me for my watch. Uh, Ninja, just, just, it was your fault. <laughs> you do something to a woman and you can never be like, ah, just, it was your fault. You put yourself in that situation. Never. Never. So the statistics mean nothing. All right. Shout out to Sliga with the sauce. And we're going to get back to the show because we got the main event going on here. I'm Sliga with the sauce. I'm just guessing. But he says, I bet you probably are making more money with super chats and donations than you do if you were monetized. He says, paying my dues to your fantastic shows. 
Shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to you. Um, not really. I would be making way more money if I was monetized. All right. I would be making way more money. Probably doing less work. I would be making way more money doing less work. All right. Uh, but it is what it is. I don't want to think about it because I I man, I've been I've been stuck for some mad paper doing on YouTube, stuck with mad paper. I've lost lots of money. All right, lots of money. Most people could just come up here, put up a 15-minute video, sit back, let it run through the algorithm, have a green dollar sign, and just and, and go to sleep, and everybody watch their video, and they get paid. I put out hours of content. Every time you watch the replay, I get $0. Zip. <laughs> Zip. I get no money on the playbacks. Zero. Because I'm not in the algorithm. I'm completely demonetized. I hear YouTubers come up here. I'm the, My video was demonetized. I'm like, your video? <laughs> my my video my video got a yellow dollar sign oh my <laughs> what and they'll make a whole video they be putting up shit my video got demonetized oh my lord Dude, all of my videos are demonetized i get zero dollars on the playback and just think about it it's like I got uh you know seven hours seven hours of content daily on the weekdays that would should be making money on the playback they get zero but it is what it is it is what it is i don't sit back and complain about it i find another solution and i just push through it all right it is what it is and i don't have a job so yeah uh people that would um like i'm waiting for my ex <laughs> my ex is like i'm gonna i'm gonna go to youtube subpoena the records and find out how much youtube's paying them i'll be like go ahead <laughs> <laughs> Cause she's sitting up there. She like, dude, all this content, all this. They, she probably swearing I'm making mad money. She's like, dude, they must be paying him checks. They go to YouTube's office, send a subpoena. They'll send the, they'll send it right back. He ain't getting no money from YouTube. Zero. They pay me nothing. I'm working for not even peanuts. <laughs> she probably like, shit, this don't make no sense. Like, how is he getting $0? Zero. <laughs> they pay me nothing. When I say I don't have a job, I don't have a job. I'm a volunteer. Every now and then you give me donations. Donations is not income. They probably been pissed the hell off. Like, wait a minute, this don't make no sense. How is it they give him no money? He's on YouTube every day. Zero. They probably like, fuck. <laughs> Private investigators like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> they going going like oh man what 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 what, what? subpoena come back blank uh what's his name greg adams oh coach greg adams we know him we pay him zero he <laughs> but we make money off this fool yeah man yeah man it's all crazy man we and it's a great it's a wonderful thing because at this point it's actually working for me because then they figure out well how does he get paid it ain't from youtube I'm a damn, I'm the Monica Lewinsky of YouTube. No, actually not. All right, RWD says, after looking at the statistics, I'm more wealthy than 90% of Americans. A few of the reasons are I've never wasted money on dating. He says, I've never had children and never been married. Shout out to you. All right, shout out to you. Congratulations on that, man. You dodging bullets out there. Yes, a lot of us are wealthier than 90% of Americans, and you better understand it. Let's get to the main event. All right. 
Here it is right here. Understanding women, five truths that you must accept about them to have a better life. Five truths that you have to accept of them about them to have a better life. Now, remember my story. I told you my story. I once woke up. God was shining down on me. And I said, God, this is the end of my rope. I've been being finessed out here. I've been loving women and they've been stabbing me in the back or the heart. What do I do, Lord? I prayed and prayed and prayed, not for women's downfalls, but I prayed and prayed and prayed for the Lord to bless me. And as I prayed, the Lord rang down and said, sir, you are a good man. I'm going to give you a choice. I'm going to give you a choice because I think you need it. You probably want to know the difference between loving women and understanding them. Yes, Lord, I want to know how to understand women. And therefore, I would be better. And he says, you want to know how to understand women, not even Sigmund Freud, not even not even uh, the greatest scientists in the world, not even Socrates and all of these people and Aristotle could figure this out. But he says, UCGA, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to give you understanding of women. Yes, Lord, give me understanding of women. And he said, there's the one problem. There's one problem. If I give you understanding of women, you never love them again. And I said, oh, shit. If you give me understanding of women, I could never love them. That's a tough choice. That is a tough choice because I would love to love a woman. But if I understand her, I can't love her, Lord. And the Lord says, yes, if you want to go about life and be the greatest of the greatest, if you want to be Coach Adamas, if you want to walk in the spirit of Elijah, if you, sir, want to be the Kanga Kangs, if you want to be the king of content and the speaker of truth, you must choose between loving women and understanding them. If I give you understanding, you will never love them again. And I said, shit, I'll do it. I'll do it. And he bestowed upon me a great ability to discern the tactics of the fairer, the fairest of the kind. And I was blessed with understanding. Now, I march forward, and I have great relations with women, either short-term or somewhat long-term, and it is a great thing. It's a great thing to be here, and uh, I still walk in the spirit of Elijah, but also in the spirit of fornication, right? Yes, I, I do partake of the, the fairer skin kinds or the fair, what is it, the fair ladies, all races, no discrimination. But now that I have this understanding, I want to bring it to you. Once you have this understanding, Love tends to be something that you might not be able to accomplish. Now, it doesn't mean that the woman won't love you, but you cannot love her back and match those feelings. It's not just there once you have this understanding. And the Lord has allowed me to share these things with you, if you don't mind, if you don't mind. All right, number one, and let's put this across the board here. Number, it's gonna be number five. Number five, things that you have to understand. Number five, you aren't hunting women. Women are hunting you. All right. Fair maiden. That's what I meant. Fair maiden. You aren't hunting women. They are hunting you. See, this is one thing that we have to have to understand because we have a lot of fake ass alphas running around this manosphere telling you to hunt women. And they telling you to go out there and waste this time hunting women and so forth and so on. It tells me they don't understand women. They might understand how to mack them and 
finesse them out of their panties, but they don't understand women. Women are hunting you. Wet fake alphas will tell you we're lions and lions hunt. And they're always on the hunt three, 365 days a year, 24 and seven, which is not true. They don't have an understanding of how it works on the safari, on the savannah. It is, in fact, the woman that is out there, female lions that are the hunters. The female lions bring the food. The female lions develop the tactics to prey on and, and sneak, you know, because the man can't do that. The male lion can't do that. He has this big crown. He will be detected immediately. It is the women. It is the female lion that does the hunting and the praying and the delivering of the food, the killing, the killing. So the male hunter is not hunting. They're not hunting for food and hunting for women. They've already established that by whipping another woman, uh, another, another lion's ass, a male lion. That's all he had to do. He said, I'm the king of Kane. Smack. And he earned his position. He wasn't hunting shit. He wasn't hunting shit. He was working on his purpose and he, Made sure he established his territory. This mine. That's not hunting. Then as a result of him getting, the women hunted him. The women said, I'll kill for you. I'll go find food for you. I'll deliver it for you. You're the king of the pride. You see what I mean? You've been told all wrong as young men. Lions don't hunt. Male lions don't hunt. <laughs> now, they'll, be, they'll provide backup. They'll be like, all right, woman, I'm going to teach you how to do this. They'll teach their son how to do but that's how it works. Now, here's the deal. Every woman knows and have identified every man in her surrounding. Let's say you goofies go to bars and nightclubs like some low-level men teach you to do to go find women when you're finding skeezers and you wonder why your life is a wreck. You're out there for the easy hunt. Well, you don't understand that these women are already smart. They're already in tune with their surroundings. They already have brought bunches of women with them. They ran in a group in a cluster and they all came out there with their defenses up and they all came out there with instructions. This is what we're going to do. Knock away these goofy ass ninjas over here. Let a couple of these dudes over here. We're going to make these dudes buy drinks. We're going to do this and that. They already came out with a game plan. They're not coming out there stupid like you think they are. But what they are also going to do is when we get in the building, we're going to identify the goofies. We're going to make sure we come at this time. So the goofies already there and they already buying dudes drinks. And then when the real dudes come into the door, we're going to identify them. So as so much as if you walk up to the pride of women and you're a goofy, they already got some shit for you. They already identified you. They've already scoped you out. They seen your goofy ass over there holding your drink. Tipping over there, tipping over there, tipping over there. And they already know. They're like, ah, oh, this dude right here, he a goofy. Then they send the cock blocker out and knock your ass out the box. If you so happen to wait till one of these women leave their pack and you go up over there, they're watching. And she already know what to tell your goofy ass from the beginning. You ain't hunting shit. They're hunting you. And they're showing up in the nice establishments. How many times have you heard a woman say, hey, where do I meet the good men? And they show up to the cigar bars and the lounges and the private airport suites, the American Express uh, Delta suites. They go from here to there. They go to the rooftop bars. They not with you bar ninjas, goofies. They're going hunting. They want to go to the nice clubs where the big dudes are, the big bosses are. They're not going where you goofies are, and they just happen to be there. They're there for their own fun, not for you. So the women know what's going on. 
They're not dumb. They see what's happening. They've already developed a game plan, and they're hunting. They go in. They, they bring their girlfriend. Let's go over here. I think there's some dudes over there, some sugar daddies, some dude with some wallets. Let's go to the Mastro's bar. We go to the Mastro's bar, uh, 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 and we order a couple appetizers and some drinks, and then we wink at older dudes. They know they're hunting. They're hunting you. And if they're not hunting you, you ain't, you're worthless to them. This is the conversation that we need to have. If you have to hunt women, you're worthless. <laughs> yep, they're going to the W Hotel. They're going to that lounge. And they're going and they're dressed to the nine. And they got their heels on. And they they done shaved their legs. They, they went in there and they put deodorant under their armpits. They pinned their hair back. They put their demolition mask on. They're hunting. When they do this, they don't go to 24-hour fitness to hunt or Planet Fitness. They go to Equinox, and they're hunting. If I just sit there like the gazelle on this treadmill, on this elliptical, all the doctors and the lawyers and the dudes that graduated, summa cum laude. Mm. <laughs> yep, they get their nails done. They shave their cat, and they go on out there. So who's the hunter? Who's the predator? Who's the prey? Guys, you're the prey. They're the predator. That's what you have to understand when you know that. And the reason why you're going to know that is you're going to move up several echelons and you're going to realize you no longer have to hunt. You don't have to put yourself in this situation. Many of times they're hunting you down. They're tracking you. They're trying to see if you're goofy, a simp, how, how, how tough it's going to be. If I can manipulate him, if I can't, some women are apex predators. They're the apex predators. They know how to prey on you, even though you know she a gold digger. See, like, I know you know I'm a gold digger, but I'm a still give you that game. And if you understand that you're the prize, then you will never put yourself in the hunting position. You are the hunted. Even if you are lame, you, you find these guys that go to church, right? They go to church. And these women come in, they're single mothers. Why is she in church? She there to find a man. She's a huntress. She ain't there to praise the Lord. She there to wash her sins away, but she's also in there to find a goofy to marry her goofy ass. Mm. You see what I'm saying? You got to switch your mindset. You got to switch your mindset. Don't listen to these goofy ass people got y'all out here hunting. If you a real one, you ain't got to hunt shit. <laughs> you got to know what to say. You got to know how to talk to them. You got to know how to not get finessed and manipulate it. You got to know, like an example, when Drake said, I put hot sauce in the condom. He knows he's hunted. Drake doesn't have to hunt girls. He just has to walk up. I'm Drake. But then he also knows that there's value to my seed. So I got to make sure. I got to make sure X. I got to make sure this. I got to make sure he knows he's hunted. Switch your mindset. Apex predators are rarely men. Men who prey on women, they basically have no other value than to prey on women. Okay. Mm. Women, on the other hand, that prey on men, they know that there's a bigger prize and it ain't in the bedroom. They'll use the bedroom to get what they want, but it ain't it. So remember this. You, are, uh, you aren't hunting women. They are hunting you at all times. Now, that leads us to number four. This is a hard one. Drake, Drake 
we talk about body count all the time. What is the body count? What is a woman's body count? If she has over 20, X, Y, and Z, we hear these things, right? Now, I'm going to get you with this one, and I'll give you a couple of clips. Number four, when it comes to women and their body count, if they happen to tell you their body count, obviously we know they're lying or whatever the number is multiplied by three. But that's not it. That's not it. Here's a bigger one. If they have condom sex with you, it doesn't count in her number. So let's just say she hooks up with you. You slip on the Jimmy hat and you go inside of her and have demolition man simulated sex because that's what you're doing. You know, it don't count unless the juices splash on you. But when you get in her, you wiggle around there with your Jimmy hat on. She doesn't really feel like you hit it. You did not hit it. She let you hit it. She felt it, but she didn't really feel it. There was no emotional attachment. There's no attachment made when you're in there with a Ziploc bag around you. And you will know this because you will know this because if you happen to hit that same girl, Roski, it's a whole different game. She didn't open up to a whole different vibe. She didn't reach a whole little spiritual level. She didn't now it counts. You could have hit her same night, same weekend. You could have hit her five times uh, with a condom, and she would have been like, yeah, we we did something. We fooled around. Then you go in there, Roski. She's like, oh, this is a whole different thing now. Now there's the, now. <laughs> it's a whole different thing. Thus, if they do this thing and they have the protection, it don't count. So when she says, how many men would you been with? It only counts if it was Roski. It only counts. Yeah, you hit a raw, it's stage five clinger. The game has changed. This is why a lot of women can have meaningless sex to this day, right? The thing that changed is most of the meaningless sex they had was condom. There was, there was a barrier in between that didn't allow the connection, the true connection to have. You guys were intimate. You guys crossed the line. You guys were nasty. But as long as that Jimmy hat is there, and you bust up in the hat, and then you go to the bathroom, and you drop it down, and you wrap it up in the toilet paper and put it in the trash. She just like this. She like, nothing happened. I got a little fun out of it. Nothing happened. Okay. All right. But you go up in there. You crawl up in there with no protection, and you shoot up the club, <laughs> and you roar all up in them guts. In her mind, in her mind, her mind is now flipped. And now it has changed. Now the hormones and all the norepinephrine and epipinephrine and all of the damn serotonin and the oxytocins and all of that. Now you didn't activate all that. Now the seed is all up in her guts. Now in that, in that situation now, she like, oh, we did it, did it. We did it, did it. <laughs> right? The dopamine... Mm -hmm. And the norepinephrine, epipinephrine, serotonin, oxytocin, and all of that shit. And she's sitting there in the bed, and she feel it leaking out her body. Whole nother ball game. She counting that shit, and she going to make you remember it forever. Remember when I gave you some? But if you hit it, if you hit it with the condom, she ain't going to remember that shit. She was like, I just said, you know. <laughs> Them the endorphins hit. And the connection hit. See, sex is spiritual. Sex is sex is real when the chemicals hit. But 
It is what it is. I don't care if you got the thinnest skin, Jimmy's out here. It don't count. And Herbert, but you know who it counts? For you. You count it. Oh, I got inside of her. I was doing this and I was wiggling around and I was doing this and flipping it and smacking it down. It don't count. It don't count. It only counts for you because that's you you broke the barrier. But it was just, it was just simulated at that point. You just simulated it. <laughs> yeah, man. It don't count. But for her, for, for you, you're going to look at for her and be like, that counts. For her, you'd be like, no, nah, that counts. You had a man. You're like, yeah, it don't count. <laughs> All right, she'd be like, it don't count. All right, yeah, you know. I was, and not only that, not, a, not only does she not count that, she also doesn't count area codes. She out of town, it don't count. She not in your area code, it doesn't count. I, I was on vacation. I was on a break and so forth and so on. <laughs> so anyway, that's, you got to understand that. Uh, number three is going to be women prefer that you love them better than understand them. Now, this is a tricky one. When I tell you that men who understand women cannot get over on women, you will understand the game that PIMPs run on them. A pimp, is almost to the point where they cannot manipulate. They have to submit to the guy. If they choose to submit to the guy, it's a wrap for her because he understands her and he can then manipulate her to do whatever he wants. She can never use any, she has no, she has no skill, no manipulation against that guy. It's a wrap. So if she ever gets around one, this is why they're always scared to be around one. If they're scared to be around one and that guy gets her with some game, it's a wrap for her. She's going to be on the blade. She's going to be on the track. And there's nothing she can do with it. All The next thing, only thing she can do is give another people attention. It's, it, that's it. And th th so that's how serious understanding and loving one is. A guy like that will use girlfriend like, uh, you know, Andrew Tate, the old playboy, uh, the, the lover boy. Oh, we in a relationship. You're mine. But I let you be with other men. As long as they're wearing condom, it don't count. You're my girl. That girl has no, nothing, no arm, no, wait, no weapon shall be formed against that man. Nothing she can do but run away. Now, with that being said, if you have a girlfriend, let's play a clip. If you have a girlfriend and she might hit you with something like this, let's, okay, let, me, let me find a clip. Um, this guy right here, this is going to show that he understands the woman. And it's a skit. But this is a guy that has understanding of women. And he knows that he can't win because he's in a relationship. So what he's going to do is try to allow her. Well, what he's going to do is he's going to have a defense to the manipulation. Let's go ahead and show you. Hey, babe, I'm going out. All right. All right. You see that? Now, we'll play the whole clip. I'll play it again. All right, babe, I'm going out and... What 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 you would do if you were in love is you will look and you will see how she's dressed. Hey, wait a minute. You going out? You wearing that? Hold up for a second. You got all this perfume and makeup. What is this? And you got your booty out. See, that's what you would do if you love her. But if you understand her, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, I see what you're trying to do right now. So let me start it over and play it. And he looked over. He didn't even look at her. Now, let's go ahead and play. It. Hey, babe, I'm going out. All right. I said I'm going out. Okay, have fun. 
You know, I just find it funny how you all like have fun. You're not even asking me to stay. You're not asking who's coming. You're not even asking to come with me. Who you got coming over? Nobody. I'm just trying to watch the game. All right, babe. Well, I'm going to watch the game with you because you think you slick. Okay. You acting real funny and you moving real suspicious. So guess what? Matter of fact, I'm going to leave. All right. You all like, all right, and you still not asking me to stay. Matter of fact, get ready. Now I'm going to wait till you get ready. Because you think I'm really dumb. You think I'm stupid. And you over here acting real casual. All right. I can't play that because the music is uh the music in the background is censored. But look. So look how you're looking. He like got that ass. All right. So just understand. When do girls be like girls nights out and you're controlling and scared. This is all shit tests. And he's aware of it in this skit. He's aware of it. He's like, I already know what you're going to do. I'm aware of it. I know I'd hit you with that. that, and, that. and she knows she's going to get in her feelings either way. It's almost she put these shit tests are in a no win situation. The best way to play a shit test with a woman is to not play. Don't play it. All right. Okay. Ah, just just immune to their bullshit. Now, let's say she would have left the door. You left the door. Okay, fine. She would be in there crying to her friends like Mary J. Blige. He didn't even care. He didn't even look at me what I was wearing. He doesn't care if I'm with other men. Now you got her ass. You got to understand everything they do is for a reason. They don't do anything other than try to manipulate you. Now, the manipulation can be seen as nice. It, it's not always malicious. Sometimes it's to test you. Sometimes it's to check the heat, see where we are in things. Do you really like me? It's not necessarily malicious, but some of them are malicious with it. Then when you they argue with you, you don't argue back. You don't give them the energy back. Do what you want, babe. All right, you can sit right here. Okay, you can leave. You don't amp up. You don't argue with them. You're always going to be the one. But if they can gaslight you, shame you, manipulate you, they got you. Now, they prefer you love them so that you can be manipulated at will. But if you understand them, they can't play their silly games. And thus, a lot of women will not even be with you for a long time. Right? You will find that a lot of women won't deal with you. They got three plays. They run those plays. After a while, they realize they're getting nowhere. They move on to the next dude. This is why Pookie and Ray Ray and Tyrone do well with them. And they stay away from logical guys because logical guys can't get manipulated. Whereas Pookie, Ray Ray and Tyrone can easily get manipulated. They don't understand women. They just can get women or they love women. They're emotional human beings. You see what I mean? If you can't be moved by their goofy shit, and most women are Mickey Mouse at this. They this all they know. If they ever have to be challenged, okay, I see what you're doing. I understand. All right, play your little game. All right, yeah. Most of them will not deal with you. They're like, he understands what's going on, or he thinks he understands what's going on. They try you again. They can't get anywhere. They're like, damn. So when I tell you they prefer that you love them and then ask you to understand them, Right. I wish you understand. I wish you listen. I wish you would talk and communicate. Why? So they can keep manipulating your last. As long as they're talking to you and trying to get you to understand and you love them. Well, I just want to be loved and hugged and they can manipulate the shit out of you when you don't love them. When, when they when I tell you they should love you more than you love them, they're at a disadvantage. They can't fuck around on you. Then you understand them. Then you can say, hey, you love me so much. 
Keep let's see. Keep proving yourself. Don't mess up. Stay in line. Stay in order. Listen to me. Listen to me. You make sure they love you more than you love them. And you make sure you know and under, I understand what you're doing. I understand your needs. Matter of fact, you're ahead of her needs. You're ahead of her needs. You know what shit will work? Soon as she says, hey, I'm going to girls' nights out. Say, I'm going to buy you something to wear so you can look like a pure whore out there. Be the best whore you can be. Let's go get you some clothes so you can wear. It'll F their head up. What? Because you just been... At that point, she can't decide if she's going to go shopping. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm getting a gift. I'm getting clothes, but. <laughs> and she won't even go shopping. I don't want to go shopping. I don't want to buy you the best whore fit. <laughs> Dude, they're like children. They're like children. What do you mean by the best whore outfit ever? Because she was going to wear one. No, nah, let's get you a good one. Let's get you a good one. I want you to be the best skeezer out there. I want you to have your whole ass hanging out. Let's get out there. Let's get you some whole stripper outfit. Let's go. I'll buy it for you. What? What do you mean? If they head up. All right, number three. That's number three. Women prefer that you love them better than you understand them. Have you ever seen this? Marriage counseling is that. Marriage counseling predicates is predicated on the fact that you love her. Therefore, you're going to go in there and understand her. But if you do the opposite, marriage counseling will never work. You'll be like, nah, man, I don't love her like that, but I'll I'll understand her. I understand her. So then you go in there and they go and hit you with the, well, she just wants to be held and she just wants to be listened to and she wants to be this. And I'll be like, I understand all that. I understand that. All right. And that's exactly what I've given her. Now what? <laughs> all right. I understand she needs that. But you know what I need her to do? I need you to understand she needs to drop that neck. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, man. It's the reverse Uno card. Next one. Next one. Number two. They tell you what you want to hear. They tell you what you want to hear, and that is a way that she's learned how to socialize. Whatever a woman tells you, she could tell you you got the biggest, widest, and longest salami she's ever had. She could tell you you're the best man she ever had. She could tell you that she broke and need $40 of gas money. She could tell you that she wants a love. She could tell you that she tired of the dating apps. She could tell you she tired of the bars and the nightclubs and the dating scenes. She could say, you're the only man for me. You're the last man that entered my body. You're going to be the last. This peace leave is yours. Nobody can ever have it. All that is bullshit talk. I would never believe any of that. But you make sure you know, hey, all you have to do is keep it up. All right, I don't want to hear it. If that's true, whatever it is, that's what you said. I'll never love another man. Other than, okay, keep it up. That sounds nice. Keep it up. All right, I'm not going to judge it by what you did and what you did yesterday. I'm going to judge you by what you do tomorrow. Okay, keep it up. And you'll keep your spot. The minute you don't do it, spot's gone. All right, no negotiation. <laughs> so what here's the thing the reason why they tell you what you want to hear is because it works on most men you guys are simpletons you guys are mickey mouse you believe it you've been told that women are the moral high ground and that that they don't lie now i tell you they lie the most they also cheat the most 
They also protect each other when they cheat. And they also blame you when they cheat. So there's, there's nothing that you should be listening to. The reason why she's telling you that is because you are prone to believe it. We're conditioned to believe it. But much of it is untrue. And it is what it is. Only time will tell. The next reason why she might tell you this is because, and when I'm not saying women are bad human beings, but this is what it is. The reason why she might tell you that is because to protect herself. She has to say whatever she needs to do to protect herself. Now, when she protects herself, she can ensure that she stays alive in your presence. She can ensure that she lives to see another day. She can ensure that she shows up to work tomorrow. Now, if they were truthful to you, her safety would be at risk. You probably could wrestle her down. You know what I mean? She can't get out alive. She can't live to see another day. So she's learned to be able to tell you what needs to be told as long so as long as she can sleep next to you safely, wake up and have another day. If women were direct, a lot of that stuff would be questionable. They would have to be duking themselves out all the time. So they have to protect themselves in nightclubs. Oh, I'm here just to dance with the girls. I'm not looking for anything. I don't meet guys at bars. I don't have one night stands. She's got to protect her reputation, her purity, everything. She's got to protect her safety. Oh, that's okay. Like the Michael Irvin video, the Michael Irvin video, the woman said she was harassed, but she was right in his presence. The best she did to signify that she was harassed was step back twice. She stepped back twice. That was the only thing that she said. See, right there, I was uncomfortable, but she stood there. Why? She wanted to protect herself. She needed to protect herself. And then, or if she gets the benefit of it, she can get the benefit of it. If she doesn't get the benefit of it, she can say, I didn't realize what I was doing, plausible deniability. I was just trying to be friendly. That's all protection. Tell you what I want. Tell you what you want to hear. You believe it. She gets to go on and have what she wants. The minute it turns off, they go to the blame game. It is proven scientifically through studies, research studies, and surveys that women lie, and they don't lie to be malicious. They lie to protect themselves and protect the feelings of others. This is how they're designed. So in their world, they can lie, but it doesn't mean as much as long as she protected the feeling of the other. You are the other. You're the other. <laughs> okay. It's not just other women. Oh, you don't look fat in that dress. Oh, girl, that haircut looks cute. It's not just women. It's you too. She has to protect the feelings of you. The minute you challenge that, the minute you'll find out, they'll use all kind of crazy shit to get out of it. Oh, really? Okay. Put DNA tests on all those babies. Put DNA. Look, if you're a father, if you're a father, Tell your girl that you want DNA tests on all those babies. The best answer she can give is, okay, do it. <laughs> That's the best answer she can give if she was an honest person. Only 10% of women will do that. The rest of them, because they know possibilities are possibilities. Mm, shit. Uh, or she'll go into the, you don't trust me. She'll go into the manipulation. What do you mean? You don't trust me? You think I'm that type of girl? I didn't say any of that. I just said I want DNA tests on all my children. Shouldn't I be, have the right to do that? This is then, if she goes into the defense mode, 
calling in the question. Yep, she goes into toxic, con uh, gaslighting, manipulation. She goes into shaming, put up a fight, stomping, throwing bricks through glass tables. You know what I mean? It, go it gets crazy. So you guys got to understand, the best thing that a good predator knows is to tell, to disarm the man. You're dangerous to her physically. So she's got to let you know, uh, tell you what you she wants you to hear to get you comfortable. Relax. Okay, it's okay. Sometimes she means it. Sometimes she means it. Again, it's not all these things I'm telling you is not to hate women. All this will make you better than with women. All of it will make you better. You won't even let it get here. Guys, women don't even try that shit. If they ever try this stuff with me, they immediately get the door. I close the door on them. Okay, I see what you're doing. Nope, nothing for you. What? 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 What do you mean? I don't even get that far. You out. Bye. <laughs> All right. Um. Let's see here. Let me see. Do I have a video with that? Let me see here. I think I have some videos with that. Oh, man, I got a big video for y'all. Ooh-wee. I got a big video for y'all, uh, especially the passport bros. Passport bros, check in. All right, another one here. We're going to go to number one. If you missed it, number four, number five, you, are hunt, you aren't hunting women. They are hunting you. They know where the losers are. They don't show up. All right. Uh, if you're showing up where they are and they're in a better position than you, you're not hunting them. They're hunting you. Are you already eliminated? Number four, condom sex doesn't count. It counts for you, but not for her. She would rarely, rarely, very rarely count that as a body count. All right. You would count it as a body count for yourself. And you'd also would count it for her too. But she was like, nah, I wasn't really. <laughs> All right. Number three, women prefer that you love them over understanding. And they do want you to understand them, but they also want you to love them more than you understand them. But if you understood them and removed the love, they got no power. They got no, they got no power over you. If you said, okay, I'll understand you, but I can't love you. They'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, love me, but I want you to understand a few things. You see what I mean? Uh, number two, hit the like button. Number two, they uh, tell you what you want to hear for various reasons, protection, security, to make it through the day, to get what they want, to make you feel good about yourself, to lie to you so you don't, you know what I mean? Uh, it is what it is. Number one, you're in love. You're in it for love, but they're in it for business. You're in it for love, but they're in it for business. Now, this is a tough one. <laughs> this is opposite of what we've been told. Remember, these things are going to change your life. This is going to, if you accept it, you're going to understand it. Now, we're told that they're the best lovers. I beg to differ. Although she must love me more than I love her. She does not. She's not the best lover. They say, I give good love to you, baby. But I've often also told you that women receive love. They're in the business of receiving love. And everything she says backs this up. She's not in it to give love to you. She's in it to receive love. 
nine times out of ten. What does she want? I want a man that's available to me. I want a man that can text me when I get off work and ask me if I need to get dinner delivered to me. I need to make sure a man, I don't want to ask a man for what I want. I want him to just give it to me. I want him to take me shopping without me asking. Let's take it out of the money situation. I want him to be there to cuddle to me and listen to me when I had a hard day at work. I want him to ask me how my day is going. I want him to give, 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 give. She take, 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 take. She take, 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 take it. Then you say, what are you going to give me? She's going to say, me. I'm going to give you me. What do I get? She's going to say, you get me. See, when you frame it like this, you're going in it to give her love. She knows this going in, and she wants to be in the business of receiving. She gets the benefit of you loving her. Now, you want to be loved and thought to be special and only the one, the only one to access her, and she sells that to you. And she says, as a result of me doing this, I'm going to receive. I'm going to, I'm the table, meaning you're going to set the table. You're going to put the food up. You're going to give me. In every aspect of our actions with women, we're the giver. She's the receiver. If a woman says, I effed a man, and I say, no, you didn't eff a man. You got effed by a man. If a woman says, that she's going to give you sex. No, I'm going to give you sex, right? No, I'm going to give you sex. If a woman says she's going to have a baby, all right? No, I mean, so no I'm going to give you a baby. I'm giving you a baby. You're going to incubate it and deliver it to me. That's what we're really talking about here. But if she frames it as she's the one doing it, she's wrong. I give you children. You're with me because I give you the children. And you're going to be with me because I love the children and protect them. Because what does the first thing happen? I'm going to frame it like this because people don't, you're not with me. You're not with me. Let me frame it like this. What is the first thing that happens if you stop giving her love? Watch this. Watch this. What is the first thing that happens if you're with a woman and you have babies and all of this stuff, what is the first thing that happens when you stop giving her love? Does she give you love? Does she say, I don't care if you're going to stop loving me. I'm going to give you love no matter what. She doesn't. You know what she does? She takes. She takes. She takes the house. She takes the kids. She takes everything you gave her. She takes it. She takes it away. She was never giving you anything anyway other than her. She then dips. She said, oh, really? Okay, you're going to stop giving me? Well, I'm going to take everything or whatever I can get my hands on. And thus, that was the framing of your entire relationship. You'll realize that all she was there to do was take in the beginning. She was in business you were in love, sir. And it's okay. These relationships can be fantastic. 
These relationships can work. But this is how you get forward. This is how you move forward with them when you understand how it really works. You're being hunted because you're a giver. She wants a relationship with you because you give, not because you take. Anybody that comes into the form of relationship and you prey on her and you take from her, she feels like a victim. She doesn't feel like she accomplished anything. Now, you flip it. If she get, if she receives, 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 she feels like it's going well. The minute you stop giving, she takes. She takes her away. She takes your kids potentially away. She takes your house away, your car, your money, and so forth. This is the basis. And all she has to do to convince you to partake in this business is to love. You have to love her. And you're in it. And you associated with her for love. Not to be in business with her. The minute you bring up business, the minute you bring up business, you're in the wrong. Hey, you know what? I want to protect myself. We're in love, right? Yes. I love you, right? Yes. You love me, right? Yes. Well, let's talk business. She's like, nope. No, nah, we ain't talking business. I'm not in it for business. I'm in it for love. Again, let's go back to number two. She tells you what you want to hear. Then when the love is gone, she's back in business. <laughs> Bruh, who can deny? Who can deny me? Who can deny me? This is why I'm the king of kings. This is why I'm the speaker of truth in the king of content. You cannot pierce this armor. No weapon form against me shall prosper or whatever it is. This is the real. Now, if you get to this level, women are going to be clinging on to you every week, trying their bullshit <laughs> every week. Boom, And the minute you, they realize you got, you got understanding, some will dip, some will stay around, and some will take the gifts. I'll take the gifts. As long as he understands I'm in the business of get, getting good. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah man we 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 got great weapons out here look yeah most gonna dip on you guys most are gonna dip and the, what they'll do is watch this the minute you speak like this and they'll start saying well what about this and what about communication and what about love and what about you're gonna be lonely and, and what about what about what about they start talking about what dragging you back into the love conversation but what they don't understand that you know is they're dragging you back for the needs that they have. What about when you die alone? And what about having kids? And what about marriage? What about romance and dates and vacations? That's the shit you're getting from me. You're getting that. I'm not getting that. I'm giving it to you that. So when you ask me what about that, those are the things I give you. Not that I receive, so I'm not losing anything. You know, you know, that's what they want. That's not what you want. You want somebody to have your back and to be loyal and give you sex only to you and give it to you out of the spirit of giving, not out of a reward, not for working for it, not manipulating me with it. I want you to give it to me and give me your soul. See, that's what I want. I want you to be my ride or die. I want you to have my back. I want to trust and believe in you. That's why I'm in relationships.
not to love and think about when I die and thinking about when I'm old and thinking about trips and vacations. You see what I mean? I want you to suck the soul out of my balls at because you love it. I don't want to have to pay a woman for that anymore. I want you to do it. And I want you to do it and do it well. Yeah. And I don't want you to give yourself to any other man. I don't want you to parade or advertise yourself to any man. I want you to be for me. And I want you to be for my kids. And I want to make sure that my kids are mine. And I want to make sure you never take these kids from me. And I, that's what I want. The minute I start asking for that shit, guess what happens then? Yeah. No, I ain't giving you all that, Ninja. I ain't giving you all that. Yeah, it is what it is. Let's get to these super chats. Somebody says, am I looking for long-term? Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, absolutely not. There's no reason for me to be in a long-term relationship. All right, because there's not many women that can give me a long-term relationship without being in business. All right, I know they're just in business. All right, let me show you this here. There was a clip that I was gonna show you. Um, here it is. I'm gonna see if I can pop, uh, play. Let me see if I can play where it is. Uh, this is a uh, passport bros. Watch out. Um, I'm going to try to just play a little bit of it, but this is a woman in Japan who's going to talk about, let me see if I can find it here. And it's in translation, so I can't play a lot of it, but this woman here is going to talk about, um, how she knows how to manipulate men who come over to travel. I know what they want. And then I get something from them. This is a woman. Let me explain it. She's like, look, I know foreign men come over here. They like East Asian women. We're quiet. We're petite. We're submissive. But they're coming here because I know they want sex. I make sure that they pay. All right. But I also manipulate them by telling them what they want to hear. Telling them what they want to hear. And she's a nice little young piece of peace leave i'm not gonna play this clip but look what you should do is watch it it's called um foreign it's called hunting foreigners hunting foreigners and so this will give you a good insight um what's going on it's called gaijin hunter foreign men are easy right you think you're again you're not the hunter you're being hunted and guys will tell you, even the passport guys, they go to Thailand and they'd be like, oh, when I'm walking down uh, the street, the girls are you're being hunted, <laughs> right? You just serving yourself up on the platter. And there's women out there looking specifically for you to get your money. Um, Listen, I'm going to put the link in the description box because they're speaking in Japanese. So it's really not going to come across well for us to watch it other than the uh, translations and all that stuff. Let me see if I can share the link. Uh, Let me copy the link. But you guys want to watch this. You guys want to watch this. And not only uh, do do women over there do it, they do that. Um, they do American women are doing this to you, right? So it's not just them. American women are doing this to you. All right. So let me get this here. Uh, did I share it? I did share it. All right. Uh, go ahead and save that to your. I should watch file. All right. Um, uh let's do the super chats and then if we have time we'll do uh the cheerleading effect 
What's it called again? Uh, I'll put it on the screen. I'll put it on the screen. But also, um, I don't know if you guys know, playing dumb is a great strategy for women. It's so great that smart women are, uh, they're so, it's so good that smart women think they can outsmart it by being smart. <laughs> and they fail every time. So it's called Gaijin, Gaijin Hunter. Foreign men are easy. Now watch this. Everybody knows this. A woman, oh, dumb, ditzy. Oh, I'm just so dumb. Oh, you can just, I'm dumb. Do you realize that that's an act? That's an act. Women are not dumb. If you understand women, they are not dumb. Now, they can do some dumb things like goofy. Like when I say they're not dumb, that doesn't mean they're not goofy. All right. But they're not dumb. They know exactly how to ring your goofy ass in. Now, there's some women that hate that. They're like, I'll never be the dumb blonde. I'll never be, be the dummy. I'm smarter than that. They'll jump on sugar daddy apps and say, I'm smart, educated, and pretty. You're, but you're a goofy. You're a goofy. Because <laughs> you also don't realize how to use a tactic that has worked since the beginning of time. I just don't understand what you're trying to do to me. Oh, young girl. Oh, little lady. Oh, yeah. You'll understand. Just, uh, <laughs> you take her to the what? Look. You have a woman at your house. You say, uh, let's go to the bed. You don't even go to the bedroom. You kind of just walk her towards the bedroom. What is she going to say if she's not down? What is she going to say? She's going to say, where are we going? You know exactly where we're going. Well, why are we going here? <laughs> you know what it is. You're just a little bit nervous. Calm down. Everything will be okay. You want to do this or not? That's how you get over the bullshit. Everything will be all right. You know why we're here. You entered the premises. You've been recorded. Do you want to do this or not? <laughs> then when she says, well, all right, you knew what the hell you were going to do when you came here. You wore certain panties and you shaved your pink sleeve. All right, you knew what was about to happen. You shaved your legs. You shaved the bottom of your legs and the top. You shaved your insides out. You did all this stuff. You knew why you were here. Don't ask me where I'm going. Listen, you want to do this or not? If you don't want to do this, the night is over. <laughs> the night is over. You're going to get your bag. We're going to go back. You're going to go to the car. I'm going to call you an Uber. I'm going to drop you off. You want to do this or not? We're not about to get into this goofy game. We're not about to wait to two in the morning. We're about to pull this shit right now. We about to, we about to execute the plan. <laughs> See what I mean? But it's a dumb act. You got to understand. Oh, I don't understand. And what do you want from me? And where is this go? All right. Super chats and then the cheerleader effect. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Genetic Freak says, CGA, how do I watch the stream where you roasted the PUA guys trying to pick up the girls? I'm a member on Patreon and locals. It should be. It should be available now on um, it's now on the $50 level. Money Mindset Group has the has the um, has the game guys in Miami. 
but I might open it up my, to the 25, 25 and $50 level on Patreon. So it's there. Money mindset level, though. All right. Uh, but but pay attention. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Pug. Dad says, uh, would they work? He says, he says, would they work? Create another channel. Chop the live streams from the Notorious into shorts and put them on a new channel. Uh, keep you up top in the valet. Guys, I've done that and got demonetized. <laughs> so you have to understand how YouTube works. If they know you're chopping stuff up and they already demonetize it from one channel, I've already did this. I had a channel that was blowing up. All right. It was called CGA Shorts. One, two videos went viral, viral. Next day, demonetized. So, guys, I've tried almost all the shit on YouTube. Um, and uh, and uh, that, that channel was blowing up. It went from 5K to 10K in two days. Let me see if I can find it. And so I chopped up the, I had my editor chop up the live streams. We had shorts. We was, we was barraging that channel with three videos a day. Um, CGA reacts. I think I called it CGA reacts. I'm going to show you. Like, uh, like it, it was like, and that channel was like two months old, <laughs> two months old. No, we're not going to rumble. All right. But um, anyway, cause nobody goes over and leaves YouTube to go to rumble. I made this channel. Let me see. Let me see if what, what the channel year look. December 2021, I it might have been a, I might have just had that holding its place. And look, I put the shorts up, and then I had two videos, three videos blow up. Three videos went blow up, went viral. Three months ago, six months ago, four months ago. The video that went viral was a Tom Brady video, which was an edit from a live stream. Then I did an edit talking about salty women, salty American women are mad you're going to Thailand. And another one was, um, a video about the girl that was the manufacturer bish. And then the other one was the Stanford player that deleted herself. That shit got demonetized. Soon as those videos went viral, YouTube came and said, boom. <laughs> All right. Sniped it. Sniped it. I was like, damn. <laughs> How many videos I even have over there? All right. So trust me, dude. I've been do working around YouTube for a minute. Yep. Yep, they they went and they got me. All right. So as soon as you're demonetized, the channel's dead. All right. Most all of my channels are dead. I mean, I can put videos on it. I can have people watch it, but it's dead. All right. It ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so so anyway, man. Crazy stuff. Yeah, when you talk, it was about the woman. But the funny thing is that video, never mind. I don't even tell on myself, but the video came from a live stream. So all I did was edit it and chopped it. But as soon as those videos started gaining traction, I knew. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, here it comes. And I, I'm going to show you all the proof. Check this out. The last two videos. Watch this. Look, if you look at the views, I don't know if you care about this shit. Look, uh, look, leading up to that. Leading up to that, 14, 11, 1.6, 3.8, 2.6, 6.7. Look. The second to last video, 21K. I put another video up, demonetized. <laughs> Soon as the people saw that uh, woman, I was talking about the woman deleted herself, and I was like, hey, it was her fault. She was trying to do this and that. Gone. Mm. Demonetized, just like that. So anyway. It's hard to gain traction for me for some reason. And, and I got a lot of haters. I got a lot of people, you know, for some reason. I don't get any leeway on this site. <laughs> they don't give me any rope. But then people be saying the exact same thing I say. 
And I'm like, I don't know. That one's that part is mind blowing to me. I'm like, these dudes are saying the exact same thing I'm saying, but I say it a little bit hardcore. You know what I mean? It's not a coincidence. Nope, not at all. It's not a coincidence. They, they know who's the threat out here. They know who's the guy. All these other people be saying it and tippy-toeing around it. and You know what I mean? They, they don't think you're a threat. But, yeah, they know me. They're like, this dude, serious. The wealth manager says, Coach, you ain't got no yob, ninja. I ain't even got no job here at YouTube. They don't even want me. They didn't even, they didn't even let me. They won't even pay me no money. Somebody says, why not rumble? Why do why should that's really shooting myself in the foot? I want to ask you this. What's my rumble channel? What is it? <laughs> what is it? The reason why I don't go to Rumble is because I've been over there for two years and your ass still asking me about it. Are you even subscribed? Y'all can't even find it. <laughs> That's how sad Rumble is. You can't even find it. And I got two Rumble channels and you're asking me about it. Ninja, go watch the Rumble videos. There's a day over there. <laughs> That's how that's how sucky a platform it is. Nobody even knows. And the link's been in the description box. I got two channels over there and nobody over there. The fuck I'm going to do? Waste my time? I really waste my time. Um, Somebody says, am I ever going to debate Lucario? Why? 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 Like, give me a reason why. <laughs> you guys really want me to waste my time. Why in the hell would I do that? Like for what? Like what? What? What, what are you gonna get out of it? <laughs> what am I gonna get out of it? It'll get numbers. It'll get numbers. Watch this. And shout out to Mr. Lucario. What I'm going to say is not a diss to him. His last four, his last five videos, 4K, 3K, 1.8K, 4K, and 3.7K. That's his last videos. That, that is his reach. That's his reach. But shout out to him. I'm, I don't, I, I like the guy. That's his reach. That's his last video. That's the last five videos he dropped. Now, his channel's monetized, more than likely. I'm going to tell you what my audience is. On the last five videos I dropped, and they're hours long, hours, three hours, four hours. You want to know what my numbers are? The last video I dropped this morning, 13K. The video yesterday, 15. The video before that, last night, 17, 14, 23, 16, 32, 29K, 29, 23. What the hell would I do going, what, what? Mm. <laughs> and that's on one channel. Then I go to the other. What are you talking about? <laughs> 
You like, okay, Tom Brady, go line up against a high school quarterback. It's a waste of my damn time. Will y'all line up some people that will get me some numbers? It don't even make sense. That only would help him. What am I getting out of it? <laughs> what am I getting out of it? Okay, that would help him, and it would get him some numbers, and he could clip it, and it, the, the advantage is all his. I'm getting no new subs, no new traffic. Most of his haters over here. What the hell would that do for me? I, I, I love to do the evening stream so I can slap the shit out of some of you people. What I need are mainstream YouTubers. I don't need no black manosphereers. I don't need no manosphereers. I don't need no dating coaches. I'm in a different echelon. I smoked Hafiz and he had 500,000 followers. I smoked his ass like a whole damn black and mild. I don't need no go I don't need no goofy manosphere guys in here. That I'm so done. I'm over their asses. That shit don't do nothing for me. It does zero for me. Zip. No manosphere guys can do shit for me. <laughs> I'm gonna say it again. And I'm cool with a lot of them. No manosphere guys can do shit for me. I'm creaming them and I'm demonetized and I'm creaming them. <laughs> like I'm I'm smoking them. Come on, man. Listen, I'm cool with these guys. Shout out to them. Put your content out. But when it comes to this live stream game and debating, it would do nothing for me. <laughs> I'm creaming them. Pause. Yeah, I'm not creaming them. Major pause. But I need is like Mr. Beast to show up. Cali Muscle to show up. And we could just get into a debate. I need like that. I'm trying to go into. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not shitting on people, but I just don't see them helping me. Now, Abbey and Preach would be great. I would love to debate an Abbey and Preach. That would make sense. They got numbers. They got a bigger audience. They got reach. I'm not trying to put I'm not trying to diss them. I'm not trying to, you know, it would just be something healthy. We could be keep it cool and jovial, uh, but I'm not trying to get angry with no dating coaches. I'm not trying to get angry with somebody that has a smaller audience than me. I'm not trying to prove a point. It does not make sense, and it's not going to get numbers. They don't even get numbers on their own level. <laughs> they don't even get numbers. Yeah, give me Joe Rogan. And it's a lame-ass conversation. All I'm going to just ask them for is pictures of the broads that they bang. And then that's the end of the conversation. It would be over right off the rip. Yeah, I need Matt Walsh. I need, that's what I need. Stop serving me up these weak-ass people that's just going to benefit from me. Mike Rasheed, give me, yeah, serve me. I'll, I'll debate a guy like that because we can keep it and understand what it is. They got as much to lose as I got to lose. But dudes that got nothing to lose that want to show up and, and, have no face, but try to roast me and yell at me. What 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 do I got to prove? Like shit, I'm already I'm already annihilating them in the numbers. I'm already beating them in the work ethic category, and I got my face and skin in the game. It would not make sense. <laughs> it would be not make sense at all to me. Even if it got down to the point, oh, you know, well, we we would understand. 
guys, it would be dramatic wasting my time. Let's get into this. Shout out to Sligo is the sauce in the building right there. Yeah. We got, he says, absolute blonde bombshell works as a secretary at a BMW dealership. He says, always wondered why she worked there. Asked one of my junior college girls why, and she replied, she positioned herself perfectly. And then it all dawned on me, she was hunting the well-off men. Guys, that's the perfect, perfect find out when you find out they're the huntress. When I go drop off my car at the Porsche dealership, I don't see no gorditas. I don't see no plain. I see a couple of plain Janes that work in the dealership. They work in the dealership and they walk around. I be seeing top looking women, flat bags, long hair, feminine, no feminists, no fat girls, no liberals. When I go to expensive restaurants, when I go to the hostess desk, <laughs> I see young women. When I see the servers, I don't see servers like I see at Denny's. I see servers that are respected, well, tailored. The hostess chicks come to Vegas and look at the hostess chicks out here. They top caliber. Some of them, the most of them are. That's called positioning. They're hunting. And if they find a guy that just happened to just say the right thing, boom. That's called hunting. That is not a coincidence. They're there and they position themselves for prime, to put themselves in front of the prime men. You see what I mean? Shout out to Sligo as the sauce for breaking it down. That's an example of hunting and you. So now when you show up, you're not hunting them. You showed up because you're a caliber of guy and you're right there. There's three nice flat back hostesses right there in front of you. Now, do they want to get hit on by every guy? They'll allow some shit to go on. And if you just happen to be that dude, you in there. <laughs> That's called hunting. Same thing at the Porsche dealership. When I'm in there and I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for my car, the flatbacks that work there all like, hi, hi, Mr. Adams. Hi, how are you? Why are they talking to me? If I was at the Mazda dealership, they wouldn't even say nothing to me. But they're like, he just dropped up a Porsche to get tires. He got to be somebody. Let me shoot my shot. <laughs> Let me smile. Let me pull my hair back. Let me walk past him three or four times. That's called hunting, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Sleek was the sauce dropping game. Yeah, because I'm a nice guy. If I was at the Ford dealership, all them gorditas and them Bigfoot stomping women walking around, they wouldn't stop and talk to me once. And if I went up to talk to them, they'd be looking at me like, I would have to prove myself, but at the Porsche dealership, I don't have to prove myself. I got there. I'm in there. They know they know what car I dropped off, and they're going to walk past me a couple of times. Mm. <laughs> right? Oh, man. A-Ron says, CGA, you were right this morning about bad customers at restaurants. I worked wedding receptions on Saturdays for a catering company in my late teens. And what we used to do to rule people's foods was abominable. He says, "Look back, looking back at it, they may have been rude, but they weren't boogie and spitting food rude. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. 
make sure we protect him in his identity. All right. Are me or my, I don't know. He says, I would think the rewards of great karma earned from helping people uh, you have never met will be worth more than a man made monopoly money from you know who. And it is, I mean, in a different civilization, um, like in many civilizations of Japan, honor, service, these things mattered. And they developed long, good standing culture based on that. So you're correct. Your karma was rewarded by doing great things and acts of services and treating people nice and doing things and helping people. But we don't live in that world anymore. <laughs> we don't live in that world anymore. There doesn't pay. People take advantage of you. People don't appreciate it. People expect it. And then when you stop giving it, they sue you. They rat you out. They expose you. They undermine you. They steal from you. This is the culture we live in now. All right, Mass Man says CGA humans have to update their theory of love. When did love become a priority over purpose, survival, respect, and responsibility? Love became that when it became, you can capitalize on it and monetize it. That's when it became it. So when love was able to be marketed, packaged, sold, companies can make money from it, restaurants can stay in business from it, movies can be made from it, you can put asses in seats, you can appeal to people's emotions, you could sell marriage and family. That's when love trumped and uh, trumped purpose, survival, and respect. <laughs> That's when it happened. When people could show up for plays and you could sell women rom-coms and romance novels, it was the end of everything. When flower companies can survive and sell you dirt and colored flowers, colored stems, it was game changer. <laughs> Yeah, love is sold to you. And as a result, it continues to be marketed to you as this the end solution. Yeah, but it's not. All right. Shout out to Two Loose says, Coach, great stream support for the weekend. Shout out to you. All right. Sligo as the sauce says, Darn, I was looking forward to your view on that Asian situation. He says, Since I have a Ling Ling, I know I wish I could play it, but it's mostly in Japanese but with subtitles, so it doesn't make for good content. RWD channel, my father played White Knight by trying to drag me back into his third ex-wife's life. I told him to stop being a simp. He says, there's any cure for simp. No, there's not. The only thing is he's got to learn the hard way. You know, third ex-wife should let him know that he's doing something stupid, but some men never learn. Some men don't want to feel like they are not appreciated by women, right? So they continuously show and prioritize that. Some men want to look like they are successful with women, so they keep women around them. These men are simps. Men who have to keep women around to show other men that they're successful with women are simps. I don't care if they're divorcing. I don't care if they're max. I don't care if they're in polyamorous relationship. I don't care. When you got to do that, you're using their validation to validate you. It's a position of weakness. Some men have extreme weakness to it. Some don't. 
But there's other things that validate me other than women. But women do validate me for periods of time, not a long period of time, a very short period of time. And then once they don't do that anymore, once that's gone, they're gone. <laughs> All right. And I don't feel like that that's disrespecting them. They serve the purpose. I rewarded them. Thank you for being here. Your job, your job is done for the day. Okay. All right. Uh, shout out to River Bacon. Can't find Rumble because no profile pic. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. See, but I'm going to show you guys. Um, oh, wait a minute. I just hit the wrong button. I almost shut down the stream. Let me see here. I don't even know how to. Where, where's they even? Let me see if it's even. Yeah, see, they look, I didn't put the profile picture up there 51 times. It's a sad platform. Platform sucks. <laughs> the platform sucks. Like it's not efficient at all. It's not efficient. It's actually the opposite of efficient. Their platform is terrible. <laughs> look, they didn't took my profile picture down. Like, it's if you're a content creator, it's trash, all right? If you're a watcher, it might be even good. But what they don't do is they don't have an algorithm. Uh, but if you even just look, <laughs> if you even just type in rumble.com backslash Coach Greg Adams, you would find it. And it's sitting over there. Let me see something here. And don't tell me Andrew Tate deal well. There it is. Look, no profile picture. You can go to OnlyFans and type in backslash Coach Greg Adams and you'll land right on my page. All right. Um, here it is right there. Oh, look at this. A thousand views, 380 views, 329. Yeah, well, I'll spend time over here. 728 views, 360 views, 183 views. Yeah, this looks like a good use of my time. <laughs> I'll stick around here. You know what I mean? What do we got? 131 views, 250, 168. Looks like there's a massive audience over there. Maybe I'll just leave here and just delve into there. Now, <laughs> a one, 373, Hey, man, this looks like these people that you want me to debate numbers over there. <laughs> Better than nothing. Better than nothing. Yeah. Oh, over here, 23,000. And the one person that donates, the one person that'll be like, here's five bucks. Oh, thank you. Mm. Type in the most viewed space. YouTube is number two. The most viewed website in America is YouTube. <laughs> it's YouTube. Rumble is the number Four hundred and eighty-eight thousandth viewed website. It only makes sense. <laughs> All right, number two. What's number one? Google. So it is what it is. Where are we at here? It's all about time. Be efficient. Just be efficient. Never waste time trying to do something here. Just so. <laughs> He says, number 5011 Rumble. All right, uh, let's see here. I'm still doing Super Chats and that Cash Apps. Um, shout out to River Bacon. Thank you, man. He said, they picking up. I would I would stream from OnlyFans or Pornhub before I stream to Twitch. 
I'm uh, not Twitch. What is it called? Rumble. I would stream from OnlyFans or Pornhub before I s exclusively stream from Rumble. <laughs> For real, bro. For real. I know y'all ninjas going over to Prawn Hub. I know you're going to go there. Hey, I'm going to be on Prom Hub. I bet you, I bet you, you show up over there. Y'all already got accounts. You already got accounts. You'd be like, oh, I'll stream from OnlyFans. I got an OnlyFans too. I'll stream from OnlyFans before I go to Rumble. Hold on for a second. I don't know if I can even show this. <laughs> Next thing you're going to see me, if I ever leave here, I'll be on OnlyFans. You think I'm lying? Look, <laughs> you think I'm lying? Let me share it. I already got a page. There it is right there. Ain't no content, though. <laughs> it's sitting right there. Don't act up. All right, look, let me stop. All right, let me see. DGC more in the building. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Um, <laughs> I'm following nobody. Uh, the reason why I have the account is because um, if I don't, somebody will take the name. All right. Somebody's going to take the name. I had to claim the name. So that's the only reason I got it. I'm not following anybody. I follow. No, nobody follows me. But the reason why I got it is you got to claim the name. If you're a social media present personality, somebody will claim your name. Actually, somebody claimed my TikTok name back in the day. When TikTok first came out, somebody had a page with my name. They had a TikTok backslash Coach Greg Adams. <laughs> so I was like, what? I was like, yo, wait a minute. Hold up. So what happened was, I don't know what happened. It got reported, but it wasn't there anymore. And I quickly claimed my name. The page ended up getting banned. But now that it's banned, nobody can claim it. But at, at if you're a content creator... You got to go to every platform and claim your name. You got to get the domain name. This is game for y'all. You got to get the do name, domain name, the website, www. You got to get your name and everything.com. Because somebody else will get it and they'll, and, and they'll pay to push that website above all of your content. And it ain't even yours. Mm. It ain't even yours. And they'll monetize. Uh, like I said, there's people that have my Instagram name and they change one letter or add a letter. That's how big of a deal it is. And they'll claim that page and they'll change the let one letter. It'll be Coach Greg Adams TV, but they'll put a the E as a three. <laughs> this fuck. I like there's some assholes out here, man. All trying to capitalize off your name. They'll take the Cash App name and they'll pay CGA Live, but the I will be a one. And y'all ninjas be, y'all ninjas be paying them too. Bro, people ain't shit out here. So you got to make sure if you're a personality, even if you have 50 subscribers or 50,000 or you plan to blow up and you have a platform, you got to go claim your name. You got to go claim your name. So that's what I did with OnlyFans. Just so some midget with a gray beard banging flatback Kaylee's with a bald head in a in a Porsche 911, and he out there like <laughs> clapping cheeks on OnlyFans. <laughs> they were like, "Look at Coach! Look!" And I'm like, "That ain't me. 
with a small little eeny weeny millimeter Peter. And they would be like, look at CGA on OnlyFans. Somebody will do it. All in my name. Selling, making money, and y'all sniggling. All y'all doing is sniggling at me. No, no. Y'all ain't going to get me. <laughs> you got to be ahead of the game. All right. And he would have it. OnlyFans, Coach Greg Adams, and then they would have the whole content. No. Talk about looking my micro peen. No, y'all not going to get me. Because what they'll do is not put me in the picture. They be just clapping cheeks, all right? They won't even put his face in the picture. That would just be me. All you would just see is a little millimeter Peter banging some flat back. Like, look at, look at, look at CGA. Nah. Mm. <laughs> you ain't getting me, bro. All right, look, I got to stay ahead of the game. Shout out to XL Pro Services, Coach Gang winning. Thank you, man. Shelby L. Uh, NYC says, what is your advice for single dad dating? It's tough. It's tough. Somebody says they already got me. Somebody will do it. All right. Uh, single dad dating is difficult because, like, if you have the majority of custody over with your kid, it's hard, man. It's hard. You can't, you know what I mean? Like, every woman that you date that finds out you have kids, they'll be like, oh, that's cool. But if they for the streets or, you know, they just trying to hook up, it's going to be tough. How do you get them to your house? You got to go to their house. You never want to go to women's houses because they don't live good. Like, you're not going to go to some townhouse, some house in a cul-de-sac. You go into some apartment with bars on the window. You come into some low life shit. At best, they live in some, you know, some nice apartment complex and they behind on rent. Um, then you're going to see stuff you don't want to see. You're going to see her. She got the cleanup station next to her bed. After you bust, she just reach over and grab some baby wipes, put them on your chest. Here you go. Clean yourself up. You're like, what? You got a cleanup section next to your bed? Oh, my Lord. Do you do this on the regular? She set you up to get robbed. Like, you don't want to see where they live at. Cut the crap, the crumbs, crumbs all in the furniture. You know what I mean? You see they clothes laid out, crusty ass towels used last night. You don't want to go there. You don't want to see how they living. <laughs> you get your car towed. You know what I mean? You got to park around the corner as soon as you're done. All you hear is dudes in the bushes sniggling at you. <laughs> laughing at you when you leave. You mess around and wait long enough. You see the next dude following you walk in. All you see is a dark shadow in the hood. He walk in. You're like, wait a minute. Oh, hold up. The next dude up walks in after you done been gone. She live with her kids, her mama's house. Couch with the spring sticking up. All her furniture mismatched because she didn't got it at rummage sales and all kind of shit. Yeah, man, you don't want to see this. You don't want to see this. <laughs> it's, so if you're a single dad, you know what I mean? Like you got to bring them to your crib and she can't spend the night. Your kids got to go to school in the morning. Yep, her roommate, her mom in the next room, her papa, papa in the next room. <laughs> So it's difficult. So, man, you got, I don't know, man, it's its difficult. It's difficult to get, um, to get dates like that because you also don't want to bring these people around your kids because you can lose, you know what I mean? These people are losers. So if they come around your kids, you know, they're going to mess your kids up. 
Shout out to Jason P says, didn't listen, CGA. Broke up four weeks ago. Now already a hoe. You didn't listen. I know you guys watched me and you hung around and listened to my channel and you sniggled and you thought I was weird. And you went and you got you a girl. What do I always say? You get you a girl. You're going to say coach is wrong. You three months in, she emptying your balls. She loving you. She tickling the balls. She actually cuddling with you. She's saying, I would never do this. Oh, it's going to be good. You're going to be, you're going to be on cloud nine. You're going to be on cloud freaking nine. You're going to be 29, 30, 32 years old. I finally got me a girl. She 33. She got a job. She need her own money. I don't have to do nothing. Three months, four months. All I do is sit back and wait. Your ass going to be back. You're going to be back. <laughs> You'll be back in here like, damn, everything he said happened to me. I know. I don't. I, I listen. I know how it works. You get trapped. You get you get salami trapped. You get a little bit of wet on your salami. You wet your whistle. Everything's going to be great until it ain't. And then you'll be back guaranteed. One of the best pieces of job security I have is this. Because I, I got an I got 80%, 90%, probably better chance that I'm going to hit the nail right on the head. <laughs> right? <laughs> The only people that can, the only people that can defeat me are dudes that go the distance, marry, and they stay married for 20 years. Okay, you beat me. And even then you didn't beat me. Cause the year 21, the shit can come crashing down. So this is like a almost it's a guarantee. It's a guarantee, right? Guaranteed is I'm gonna be right. The next best business for me would have been a funeral director. That's the next best guarantee that I could have done. <laughs> I could have been a funeral director, and that's a damn 100% guarantee. I'm going to get some business. I'm getting business, <laughs> right? The next guarantee is this. I can ride this shit out, and the way relationships are going, the way, yeah, coroner, coroner, I'm good. The, the way relationships are going, I'm in, dude, my philosophy is going to stand the test of time. Not many people are going to defeat my philosophy. Not many people are going to show me evidence that I'm dead ass wrong. All you're going to say is I'm wrong and keep giving it a try. You're going to be right on back. And she's going to be right back to hoeing. It is what it is. It's a slam dunk. Me and the undertaker. That's it. And the tax man, the IRS, the undertaker, and me. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. He says, I can bet 50 bucks. I can be making money gambling. Okay, prove me wrong. Where are we at? Jordan Peterson, shout out to you. That'd be a great collab and debate. He says, thanks for all you do. Thank you, man. I thank you. Shout out to you. I don't think that's the original Jordan Peterson, but we would we would hope. All right, shout out to Dr. Thunder. Here's five bucks. I would bring Dr. Thunder up. I actually like him. We, 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 are, um, we, we have a different approach to it. He's way more logical than me, but I don't think he's going to get riled up. <laughs> right? Dr. Thunder is calm. He cool and collected. We got Garrett says, uh, modern women want to compete versus us. He says, I got to 100K. Wife got mad. He says, why do you always make more than me? He says, now 
that her job is hard, her job is hard working graveyard in OT to keep up while I watch the kids. She's not happy and wants a divorce. <laughs> Guys, I've, I've lived that. I've lived that. Uh, ladies, do not compete with your man, especially if your man is a beast and he he's going to outwork you and has ambition. Sometimes what will happen is they'll try to outbeat you, but then you'll you'll balance it out like you'll be a good father still and you'll help around the house and you'll do this shit and they'll get angry that the, the kids will be excited to see you come home, but not excited to see her. And she'll hate you for it. She'll be jealous of you for it. A competitive woman is one of the worst women to be with. I'll be, I'll date a single mother before I date a competitive woman. I mean, I work and I have a job and I'll be there and never date a competitive woman will, will kill your spirit. Because she'll try to destroy everything just out of jealousy. And she'll say, well, I had a career and I used to work in an account. Man, shut up. Shut up. You can't be the big dog. I'm big dog when it comes to this. Don't compete. But if she competes with you, she will tear you up in everything you work for. Do not go with competitive women. Even if she competing with you in bowling and shit, it should be cute. It should be dainty. Oh, I beat you. You know what I mean? Like, but nah, if the if she come out with the glove and the brace and she'll, I'm going to destroy you, ninja, man, get rid of her. Uh, get rid of her. She's going to torture you because she cannot be you. <laughs> it's not worth it, please. I, I got, I was in a marriage with that, a person like that. I, I, I will tell you, do not do it. Because at the end of the day, you know they can't be they can't they can't be you. So then it's gonna torture her and she's gonna make you pay for that. Eugene Morgan, he says, your loyal supporters will hold you down, coach. And I'm taking. He says, I'm talking to the coach gang. He says, we need to continue to do our part. And he also says, us men can't talk about when we take L's because it lowers our manhood. Yeah. Also, if we hear another man taking the L, we clown him. It's stupid. We're all on the plantation. So this is another reason why men cannot say they lost to a woman and they got manipulated and the woman got over on them. Men know this inherently is going to not even look good to women. It's not going to look good to other men. So men just stay silent with it. Right. That is the thing that this is why you can't trust what happens out here in the world. Um, thinking that men aren't victimized. Men are greatly victimized. We just can't talk about it. And if we talk about it, even then they'll say, well, you're hurt and you better get over it. When you let, they'll say this, you let a woman get over on you. That's an indicator that men can't address these issues. So we stay silent about it. They don't care when you lose, but I do. So I'm trying to prevent you to not to lose. Kaylin says, what's up coach? So women are the real hunters, but they can't keep men to themselves that are worth a damn. He says they don't, have real love in their hearts. They don't have real love in their hearts. Well, if you remove a business, if you remove an interest, it's kind of like this, and I will say this. If you remove sex from any relationship from a man, the relationship is over. Likewise, if you remove any potential gain from a relationship with a woman, she's out. <laughs> <laughs> There's no Brefolds law. There's no reason to association. There's no association needed. If she can't get a drink, a dinner, a date, attention, 
money, potential. You potentially blow up and become a guy. You move up the law firm. A car ride, a car, status, a house. You can be married to a woman. You can live in an apartment for two years. And then you can, if you don't buy the house within year three, skedaddle. She like, wait. She going to pressure you and pressure you and pressure you. Any association gone. You don't pay attention to me no more. Gone. <laughs> you could be paying all the bills, but you're not home enough. Gone. It has to be a gain. She has to get something from it. She has. If you're the dude in the neighborhood, you're the big boy on the block, and she's your girl. She got something. The minute you get knocked the hell out or deleted, she's nothing. I mean, that's nothing. Nothing to gain. She's like, I'm out. You got knocked out. You lost your spot. Gone. Status gone. She's got to get something from you. If there's no reason for the association to happen, and this makes sense, again, when I tell you these things, it's for you to know they already know it. It is not to make them evil. They're not evil. They need a reason to associate with you. If they don't have one, no association occurs. If you if she had it and the association ends, she leaves. <laughs> All right. It's very simple. Then when you get to talking about it, she's going to say, I don't love you no more. That's it. It's not that the association ended. She then sums it up as, well, I just don't love you anymore. Gone. It's skedaddle. Listen. All of this is transactional. If you're the guy pulling her hair and banging her out, that's the association. She likes that. If that's what she wants, that's what she's getting from you. The minute you give it to another girl, and have her face all curdled up and her, her eyebrows furled. She's like, wait a minute. Or the minute you stop doing that to her, gone. <laughs> it's everything's transactional. Shout out to Thomas C. He says, keep keep up with the good work, coach, so I can focus on my career. So I can focus on my career. Yeah, one of the biggest things here, this is when we said when you understand a woman, you'll never love them, but you know what you'll also never do? You'll never find a good, valid reason to hate them. You'll never find a good, valid reason to hate them. You just would be like, just say like you're walking in the alley and you see a couple of stray cats walk across. They just walk in. They just kind of stray cats. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, they're there. If one associates with you and the cat comes up and rubs your leg, you pet it. But don't move one in. Don't pick the damn up one and start feeding the damn thing. I'm indifferent to them. They don't really have a power over me unless I give it to them. And I don't hate them. I don't despise them. I don't be like, why do you, oh, these girls getting on my nerves? None of that. They have none of that to me. I just kind of see them as is. There they are. I have to share the planet with them. I can get something from them. I'd rather get it from them. Know what it is up front. Put the expectations up front. Get what I want. Transact it. Either money, energy, attention, or time. Because that's what she wants. She wants either one of them, two of them, or two out of the four of them. You got to figure out what it is. What is it that you want? What is it she wants? Girls will be like, well, I really don't want money. I dated guys with money. Okay, what is it that you want? Well, I just want a little bit of attention and 
a little bit of you know, a little date out and a little bit of, okay, so you want energy and attention. She's going to put the priority. When she says that in your mind, you should say, okay, you want energy and attention. That's the priority for that woman. She wants energy and attention. Now, what is that going to cost you? Time and money. Mm. <laughs> it's going to cost you time and money plus the energy and the attention. No matter how you dice it and slice it, money, energy, and attention to time is going to be in it no matter what. You're not avoiding. You're not avoiding it. And men that try to avoid giving them this should just avoid women altogether because you're making a fool out of yourself. You're making an absolute fool out of yourself. You're not, you're not a man. You're actually making a fool out of yourself, and you're actually exposing yourself to be a fool in front of a lot of women who realize what you're doing. But you think, oh, just because these 97 women figured it out, these three women are going to give it to me, so I won. No, you didn't. You lost. You're going to run out of women at some particular point, <laughs> right? You ain't doing shit out here but making yourself look like an idiot. Because you embarrass yourself in the 97 women that told you no and saw you coming. And the one woman you got has been shared by all of us. And the other woman got herpes. Good luck. Mm. <laughs> all right. Anyway. All right. So let me just tell you what it is. Every woman you deal with is going to be money, energy, attention, or time, and or and time you can't avoid you can't avoid it otherwise she is not going to deal with you <laughs> every single woman and that doesn't make them bad that makes them women you on the other hand sex is always the reason why you engage with women second reason why is love we already established they don't give you love they're in the business of receiving it so they also are in the business of transacting sex. All of them. Every single one. <laughs> That's what they putting up. Anyway, and they've done this a lot of times. <laughs> they've done this a lot. Somebody said, is there a third reason? No. It comes down to money, available resources, money, energy, time, and then sex. He's leverages sex for all of that. Love is the other, that's the thing that they use to keep you in and engaged in. Yeah, but it is what it is. Look, man, I think we got everybody. So when it's time to bounce, we are here on Thursday night. So we got another stream coming up. We got another stream coming up and then we'll leave you with this brother trying to explain everything that I said, but in a nicer way. Here we go. We out. Peace. When couples first meet and they fall in love, that in love thing is limerence and it's chemicals, cocktail, oxytocin. So when you're around that person, you're like, I love being around that. I love thinking about that person, butterflies, all that stuff, and it's an addiction. But between one to three years, it goes away. And once that chemical goes away, then it's like, wah, 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 what's wrong? And when, we're, when that chemical's there, we automatically focus on the things we appreciate about the other person because it's the chemicals. But once it goes away, it's like, Wait a minute. You're not, something's off. You're doing this wrong. You need to do more of this. I don't feel it. You need to do this. And, you need, and we start looking at what we don't like. 